is it, man. We're at the end of the World Cup, something we haven't said in over four and a half years or so. And uh, it's like, it's bittersweet because we've had a lot of great memories, but my liver is going to thank me yeah. <laughs> after this is all done and over with. Yeah. Just as we head into the, the end of the year holidays, so may, maybe not quite yet. Anyway, yeah, two guys, <laughs> two mics, two pints, number 117, Omnesser, and that's Henry Fuck. And we're, we're here, man. We're at the, uh, the tail end. How you doing? Doing all right, man. Um, you know, enjoyed all the games. Uh, enjoy. I'm, I'm kind of enjoying the games as much as I am the reactions from everyone. Because, um, like, we have to keep in mind, teams have been eliminated. Every national team that has been eliminated is, is kind of in in chaos. You know, there's a lot of yeah. there's a lot of illusions for some of them. And now they're like new manager, new this. I'm enjoying that side of it. it it's a, it's a lot of um, like. Like we were just saying, crying over the refs. Yeah. Uh, managers stepping down or being fired. Controversies within management. Yeah. Which con- is- yeah. Controversies after the fact. Um, some are getting extended. You know. Because there, yeah, there's kind of a lot of chaos within everything that's transpired so it's far. It's been wild, and I, I love it. I love it because <laughs> I don't know. It's just there's there's something to talk about. I haven't tweeted this much about soccer or about sports in general right now. It's just everything's popping, and the memes are flying, the fan reactions are flying. So, yeah, man, I'm enjoying all the hype. Um, uh, I guess with, with all the hype also does come some tragic news, I guess we can just quickly touch on, uh, you know, yeah, beloved yeah. U.S. journalist, uh, you know, former Sports Illustrated, Grant Wall, passed away during the Argentina-Netherlands match, which was... Oh, it was during? During, man. Like, it's so insane, because there's fan accounts, there's other media personnel that are like, yeah, uh, he collapsed, and, you know, they were slow to react for one, but, you know, it was so surreal, and there, there's images of him, like being like lifted up and you just see the bottom of his feet like you know oh shit and i'm just like it was very surreal um but anyways i say that to say this you know rest in peace uh i also do want to mention there's a big faction on twitter trying to pin the cause without you know having any any type of detail some tinfoil yeah um, a lot of that opinions going on and uh, yeah it's far-fetched for sure um and the only reason I feed into it is because I, I like the idea of chaos, but... Yeah, it's entertaining. It's, it's kind of like, lie, you know, it comes at the expense of, of an actual person actually passing away. Yeah, yeah. And which, I, I didn't really realize this, but he was very beloved within the U.S. football community. Well, let, let me tell you this, because I don't agree... I mean, it's not... I know that's what it looks like now, because, I mean, obviously he was going to kick dirt on the man's name, but, like, dude, like, three, six months ago... He he's always been somewhat of a defendant of MLS culture and grassroots football in the U.S. He's he was very much more of that side, you know. Maybe not as much as like Alexi Lalas, but more 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 or less around there. And it was pretty it was pretty crazy to see uh, how how people just switched up, you know. And they were just like, R.I.P. You know this that like we had our I've seen I saw a lot of people post we had our differences, but you know it's like. You know, just just chalk it up to the game and rest in peace. Apparently, he died from a, uh, I think it was an aortic valve or aortic artery that burst and yeah, an aneurysm. And yeah, yeah. So it's a uh, wow. I mean, shocking news and and you know thoughts with his family for sure. Yeah, yeah. There was um, like you know, uh, well, his brother most notably was uh, 
Uh, he was distraught. Yeah. 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 I mean, as and and that's kind of understandable. That's the human that's, side. Yeah. In you know, your brother just passed. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have just like a knee jerk reaction. You know, he seemed healthy, and, and with something like that, like an aneurysm. That's like, you can't tell anybody really. I know. So he felt like there was something nefarious going on because of death threats he was receiving. Yeah. You know what was kind of like cruel though? And I think, I think this kind of goes into play on how everyone sees like how the Qataris or the Saudis are, you know, when referencing, you know, the death tolls is like a certain, a certain amount of apathy towards a human life, like being gone. Uh, so there was like a lot of comments was like, well, he shouldn't have worn the rainbow shirt. And, <laughs> yeah, you know, that was like the only, the, the, you know, the, like the only thing on the tweet was like, and oh, it was yeah. insinuating too that, that yeah, exactly, the Qatari exactly. had a role like, in that, you know? Okay. One. And then the rational side of me yeah. thinks, well, Qatari has this huge spotlight on them and obviously they want to shed the, uh, the, um, I guess like the, the stereotype that they don't care for human life. They wouldn't kill somebody. I don't think. I don't think they'd be that stupid to kill somebody. Yeah, especially yeah. someone so well known. Oh yeah, no, so, it's, it doesn't. Not, it would not make sense at all. Yeah. So for for people to think that is like, man, yeah, how exactly. far fetched can you be? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, man, wild, wild news. I will say, I've seen a lot of statistics just involving Qatar. Apparently, it's been one of the safest World Cups. There is a stat saying that is the first World Cup where an English fan does not get arrested, um, which may be the you know the the alcohol rules and and the the official rules in Qatar helped prevent that but it's pretty insane you know for for as bad as it was meant or portrayed to be it's been okay i guess certain things could have been better but all in all it's been a, a great world cup so far and it's kind of sad to know that this is the final week culminates sunday and well uh, we can yeah. wait on discussing the yeah. finalists Maybe we want to build up to it with our previews or reviews, I should say. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, man, <laughs> I'm excited. Be- yeah, I think before we get into the reviews, um, let- let's talk about a little of like what's kind of happened with the um, like like the fallout of different managers resigning and different results. Um, like right now, the the hot the hot topic is what happened within the uh, U.S. And the whole Gio Reyna situation, right, right. I guess you can take point on that since. Uh, well, I, I know, you, I know, it's like your head is done in from that. Oh but. yeah, yeah. No, but I, it's it's important to talk about and then just kind of leave it in the past. I, I definitely don't want to revisit it, but it's important to note because this this didn't just happen. It, it happened since day one of Qatar. You know, what I mean. So the questions were posed early on: Why isn't Gio Reyna playing? And the first thing that Burhalter comes to uh, as a good answer in his mind is to say that he's injured, which was false. And it was debunked by Eric Winalda, uh, obviously a uh, U.S. MNT great uh, media personality. He says, you know, he insinuated that that was a lie. And then he had to walk his comments back. Uh, and this, again, points to the, the relationship between media and the U.S. and how co- sometimes they're kind of collaborating. But anyways... Basically, there was already that, you know, animosity pent up between Gio Reyna, Greg Berhalter due to his role on the team, according to reports or even uh, according to Berhalter off the record, quote unquote. um, He said that, you know, he he let him know prior that he was not going to be a big part of, of, you know, the World Cup in Qatar. And Gio actually said that as well. 
for me, that's that's the big problem right there. Well, you're telling a player that who clearly is one of your most talented players. If not the most. <laughs> if not the most. I understand the injury problems, but you're telling me you, you selected players like, uh, you know, Morris to play ahead of him, Kellen Acosta, uh, you know, uh, uh, Jesus Ferreira, Haji Wright. I mean, there's just so many players that got more minutes than Gio. Didn't make sense, so... Uh, obviously, this this goes through the whole World Cup stage. Um, yeah, I, I guess like yeah. In, on one end, like devils playing devils advocate, um, trying to understand where Burhalter is coming from in, in announcing that that Reno maybe wasn't at a hundred percent. Maybe it's him saying, like in his mind, and communicating this to to Reno because obviously they're very they know exactly what was going on. It's like, all right, man. Either I tell them that you're injured. Or, or we tell them the truth, which would make Berhalter look even worse, and by saying that you're not training well. Yeah, that would that would cause like, a storm. That, yeah. that would that would make things even worse. So it's like it's up to you, man. So like <laughs> you know, I'll I'll give you the cop out. Like I'll take the cop out if you know whatever happens happens. Like, well, yeah. I, like it's gonna fall down on me, or I can pin everything on you, and that would be bad leadership on his part. Yeah, totally. I think I think that's like trying to rationalize. The, the announcement that Berhalter made in terms of Reina's health. Yeah, and that begins that, but here's where the thing... So, you know, due to that, due, due to Gio Reina finding that out, he trains bad. Um, yeah. So then that makes him look bad amongst his teammates, and and also that's something that I disagreed with and the way Greg Berhalter handled things. Like, that's that's between you and the player. I, I don't believe in involving other players because what, what do you think is going to happen? You ask these six, seven MLS guys that are in if, if he should be voted out because he was apparently super close to being sent home. I mean, a vote away, really. But leaving it to a team vote, you know, that, that for me just makes no sense. Like, make your decision, have the galls to do it, and do it. And he couldn't yeah. even do that. Yeah, so. th- yeah, and letting the team decide, like you said, because there are some guys who would benefit from him leaving. So obviously... Oh, yeah, guys that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. We're not close. I kind of don't even like you. And we play in a similar position. Yeah, I'm going to vote your fucking ass out. Yeah, I want to yeah. play in the World Cup, you know? And and th- how, how do you feel about this perspective, too? Because people are saying, well, how do you think the, the MLS guys feel? You know, they train hard. They work hard to play in their leagues. And then this guy comes in with the entitlement of just because he plays for Dortmund and you know he's the cock of the walk as far as our golden generation he's just gonna get minutes over me you know like there's also that perspective between yeah. the players yeah but how many of those players get get that that news communicated to them like I'm curious to know how many players were told hey you're not gonna be a big part of the plan no yeah I, th- I think I mean it's I just, don't know if, if many more were told that but because of like where Reyna is mm-hmm. in his standing and how good he is and, and what the assumption is. I mean, perfect world. He probably starts over Aronson. And that's not to say that Aronson sucks or anything. It's but just it's that it's that talented like he's at that, that good sector yeah. of the field. But mm-hmm. yeah, man, um, insane, insane stuff. Uh, it doesn't bode well for Burhalter. Um, you know, in fact, it, it it just sounds like there's no coming back from this. In my opinion, now his. His apologists, his defenders are going to tell you different. In fact, they're they're even willing to shed Gio Reyna as a whole, which would be the biggest mistake we can make because, you know, going into 2026 with a proper manager, it starts with a proper manager who isn't going to make uh, team selection decisions based off a quota, based off favoritism or nepotism. 
that's where it starts. Or so any you know, other isms. Yeah, it's like you you bring in somebody who who has no affiliation to the to the USF. I think that's the start, and I, that starts with Burhalter leaving. Um, and it, and I don't want to say he's leaving on a sour note, but this kind of makes it that way. But he had a successful World Cup for me. As far as you know, small picture, you know, big picture. Yeah, we didn't we didn't get to the fifth game. We didn't. We were a bit toothless in the knockout round, but you know, we made it out the group coming from a team that didn't even make it before. We won domestic titles in in our region. So yeah, you know. You, you've done well. I think it's time to elevate and, due to the talent we have, bring in somebody who's adequately uh, leveled for that to handle players like Gio Reyna and, and get the best. And really, yeah. how many times has it been said that U.S. was one of the youngest teams in, in the whole tournament? No, it's you yeah. know with that sort of with that sort of youth uh, immaturity and experience, getting that kind of news is gonna rub you the wrong way. It's gonna it's gonna affect you. Definitely, right? Yeah, certainly, certainly. Especially someone that plays in a top team in one of the top leagues. Uh, to to hear that, oh, you, yeah, you're not going to be featured. That's going to affect my mood. Yeah, yeah, and you he's know, what, like nineteen. Yeah, he's a young cat. Yeah, he's still. That's another thing too. Like, like man, his immaturity. It's like kind of warranted for his age. See, I mean, for I, his age and his skill. <laughs> yeah, because you know, I, and I was telling Kevin this off the record. <laughs> Just funny, it ties in. But I was just telling him, I remember having a similar moment when I was in high school playing basketball. I was on varsity. Um, I was running track and field as well. So there was times I couldn't show up to all the basketball practices. But I knew that I was better than some of the guys that were practice heroes, you know. Like, that was what they lived for. And, <laughs> and there was moments where I wasn't getting playing time anymore. I'm talking about seeing my team lose. I'm like I could make it. I could definitely make a difference right now. Instead, he wanted to play. You know, certain. What's so, his name? No, go on. No, no, no. Yeah. What's he's, his he's, name? He's a, he's a, you're gonna laugh because his name is a uh, Hyro. Oh. <laughs> so it's kind of funny, bro. Short dude. He's a good dude though. But uh, you know, it's just people. You know, you, you get you get fed up, man, and you're like, why am I even gonna show up like to 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 mm-hmm. a game if I'm not gonna feature? So, I totally understand Geo. I think Burhalter's in the wrong. And, you know, it was since we were talking about MLS favoritism, I, I underappreciated Klinsman in that regard because, in fact, he, he turned down one of our MLS legends in Landon Donovan in hopes of, of propping up a guy like Julian Green, who'd had a good World Cup by our standards, didn't become the world beater we thought he'd be. But, you know, favoring some yeah. of these European players pays off over meeting whatever quota you feel you have to have with the MLS and Don Garber and Sunni Gulati and, and all the people that are pulling those strings. So You know, and I don't think it's like one of those things where it's necessarily uh, black and white where we have to play the European guys. Because there are, there are probably some intangibles or some sort of matchup. Uh, how can I say? Like matchup... Uh, um, Positives, yeah, their strengths to, exactly. to having a Walker Zimmerman, per right, se. right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, uh, then then having someone that plays in Europe just just for the fact that they play in Europe. But what Burhalter did was, I don't know, it's kind of inexcusable in, in that sense. But you know, I think he's a uh, he's like you said, he's had a great run. You know, he maybe he'll come back one day. Maybe he'll be more experienced. <laughs> but you know, as of now, I think it's it's kind of stunk up the room so much to the point where it kind of leaves a, a better taste after having a, 
a nice return to the World Cup, I think. Yeah, it was it was good. Uh, of course, things could have been better, but I mean, overall, like I was, I was content. You know, it's sad to say that. Like I, I keep repeating this, but the England game was probably the highlight of our tournament, despite it not being a win. But there was moments where I was like, you know, I was I was actually quite proud of the team. And I'm like, you know what, we're not we're not just pushovers anymore, and and I think it's something we can build on. But um, as for Gio Reyna. Man, I, I hope he can stay healthy. Was it you that said that, Shake, that yeah. he like if things continue this way, he can end up being um, the U.S. as Carlos Vela? Oh yeah, totally, man. I mean, I hope it doesn't get there, and I don't believe it'll get there. But I mean, you could only you could only pen pen up so much aggression. Listen, the, the type of money this guy is making, anyways, he he's not really worried about you the U.S. as far as a marketing perspective anymore. As far as making money, it would benefit him, sure. But, I mean, yeah, I could totally see him saying, hey, man, like, fuck you guys. You Not only did you make me miss my debut World Cup, uh, where I did not start one game. I came in as a sub. Only once did he play 45 minutes. The other one, the other games and, were like and, seven and, minutes and, apiece. And then that 45 minutes was, like, expecting him to do some hero ball You're like, hey, shit. man, like, yeah, like, hey, uh, just save my job, yeah? You know, like, yeah, exactly. Fucking, it's like, hey. Like, you're that good, you know, prove it. Like, no, no. <laughs> and I remember him taking a shot that game, and I was like, bruh, like, you look like you just did not give a fuck about that shot. That he, he took. probably, he was probably pissed off. No, and, and I'm yeah. like, you know, but uh, I'm, I'm, I could be petty myself. I, I can't blame you, but, yeah, enough of that. I think we need a, a new manager, and I, I can't wait to see what uh, a manager with different ideas can do with the Gio Reyna type player, with the Luca de la Torre type player, your Brendan Aronsons, your... You know, in the future, hopefully, Richie Ledesma and, and Alex Mendez. Uh, you know, these are guys we have in, in Europe that are still, you know, in the 17, 18 range. But I, I've ah. seen some opinions, too, that they're kind of derogatory in in terms of where U.S. stands as like uh, as like a place where a, a top level manager might want to go. Like, yeah. Oh, what makes U.S. fans think that, you know, we can get a Pochettino or a, or a Beyonce? What do you mean? Mm-hmm. The U.S. job is like a high-profile thing. It's it's high-profile and it's well-paying now. Like it's much much better pay than it was like ten, fifteen years ago. Yeah. Um, Greg Berhalter is on good money. In fact, he's probably overpaid. I'm, I'm not sure. I, don't <laughs> I have want to say it's like a million and a half a year. Yeah, and it's like you know for like I, I think two months Jesse out of, Marsh of work out of the year. Yeah, like, Jesse Marsh is probably better in making less. Um, which I'm not 100 percent sure on, by the way. I'm just I'm imagining, but yeah, it's a high profile job, and you know if it's a guy like Pochettino or, or you know some of the guys that they're mentioning, the money's gonna be right. And I don't care what the U.S. says, man. They they make good money. Like this is a no cap league. Like you're telling me like there's not money there. There's definitely money. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, man, it's gonna be interesting to see uh, how this affects the landscape of the U.S. football. I think we've never been in a healthier place, but. This is definitely a little uh, disease that we must get rid of. And uh, Greg Berhalter, thank you for your service. Best shoe game in, ma- in you know, in the managerial spectrum. Uh, you know, you're swaggy. Well, in terms of sneakers. Yeah, and and you know, he, he's good for a pun or two. But yeah, I'm, I'm ready for some new some new blood. Right then. Um, well, speaking of managers, like I don't know if I've ever seen this many manager stepped down to resign um, following a World Cup exit. Uh, we got Tata Martino from Mexico leaving. Chiche mm-hmm. uh, from uh, from Brazil yeah. leaving. He's been there for a while. Gareth Southgate. Gareth Southgate. Is that like still in limbo? Because I know he had some like words that weren't too 
affirming. Yeah, yeah. But uh, apparently, like, oh, like, the Mirror and, and other, you know, tabloids are saying, like, yeah, he's going to step down. They're just waiting for I the, think, the tournament know, to culminate. Yeah. And like you said about Berhalter, he's had a good run. He's made semifinals in the World Cup. He got to the final in the Euros. Um, he... What did he do? I mean, no, I think those are his two highlights. But he, even like in Nations League per se, he's been one of the you know better managers. England has never been more prone to winning. I feel um, aside from aside from the World Cup, really. Yeah, I think I think uh, England's gotten more knockout wins in the two tournaments that he's managed than in the last like sixty years for England. Yeah, um, which. I don't know if it speaks more to him or or England's severe underperformance over since they won it. Well, in the past they've been. I mean, I mean, you they, can talk to any Englishman; they don't have much faith. But there's a lot of teams that, that have this elite status that continuously underperform in major tournaments. Yeah, and it's because they have this, like a good talent pool and, and strong leagues. But when you look at teams as as a whole, like Spain, uh, England, uh, Italy, Portugal. I mean, yeah, they've uh, those other teams have gotten more recent wins, but when you look at them in their whole history, it's like, yeah, man. Like, I don't know why they have this status. But, yeah. But it's because of their leagues and their players. Yeah, leagues and players. I mean, because we didn't even... Well, Germany's different. They've, they won it and stuff more recently, recently, but, you know... But they've been pretty shocking the last two tournaments. And that's, that's the wild part, right? And, like, people will still pick Germany as favorites when I... I mean, it's been a while now where I'm like, I don't know. I don't feel that way about them. Um, but, but yeah, beyond Southgate, uh, so he's yeah. I think I think they're due as well. Imagine them with someone like a little more accomplished and competent, like Tuchel. Oh, that'd be interesting. Um, I, I wouldn't personally like it though. Uh, oh wait, wait, you mean for England? Sorry. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. No, that could work. I thought you meant for the U.S. I was just oh, like, okay, yeah. Well, that's uh, also been like <laughs> kind of discussed, but you know, the U.S. Has, is like yeah. all the fans are going to attack on all the big names, just like for Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I, I'm sure he's going to be rumored for every job because he's such a big name. But Poch, for me, Mexico, I think that makes a ton of sense. Yeah, yeah, Let's definitely. Bringing Yeah, um, it's just a money thing at that point. Yeah, yeah, and um, who else? Uh, so uh, wait, did Fernando Santos from Portugal? I don't know. I don't think so. I haven't heard. I hope he does though. He's he's. Oh my god, he's like the only one that's like okay. He's obviously got to go. Yeah, he's like but, Roy but he's, he's hanging on. But he's living off of that Euro win. Yeah, I know. It's pathetic, man. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. It, and that that was, like, a very meager win. Like, they didn't play all that great, you know? Yeah, know. They relied on a crazy a crazy strike like from Eddie. A, little, a weird, a weird strike, yeah. Yeah, but, and, um, no, yeah, I hope I hope that's the case. Um, the surprising one for me was Hansi Flick still being kept because, you know, Germans are pretty rough on their managers. I thought he was immediately going to get sacked, but yeah. he looks I like he's staying. I think he's, he's only, staying. like, one year in, though, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, but... I mean, yeah, yeah and we'll it's see. not to say Joachim Lowe did the same thing last cycle, so you know, hard to say. But yeah, he he well, he wore out his welcome. Oh, we forgot. Did you say Luis Enrique stepped down? No, too? no, I was gonna get to that. Yeah, yeah. Luis Enrique stepped down, but he's also been uh, rumored for for Mexico. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, my my cynicism, and I think <laughs> like rationally speaking, it probably makes sense because Mexico's always been like a possession based team, short passing. But my, my cynicism at first was like, hey, we already do nothing with our possession. You know, I'm, I'm super critical of what Spain did, but... 
You know, well, it actually no. probably wouldn't be a bad idea. Like a high level manager might uh, might yeah. get the the Mexico mentality up there where it needs to be. I'm just afraid that like somebody a high a really high you know value manager like like Enrique Pochettino you know guys like that they they're gonna get scrutinized very hard um, for and like while having to just morph this relatively. Um, you know, I would say it's it's a small pool of talent you guys have at the moment. Yeah, I think it, I know what you're trying to say. Like, it, like where just, Mexico is in terms of where we are with talent and in relation to where Spain and England are. Because let's be honest, Spain and England also eat their managers alive. Yeah, but it makes sense because those are like those are powers. Like those are top powers in the world. Yeah, Whereas yeah. Mexico is like, where are your guys' entitlement to immediate wins? You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, and but you know it's not Mexico as a whole as far as tradition goes. I just think the current, the current yeah. status right now, it's just like it's a desert right now, and and it's gonna take. I, for me, I think it's gonna take somebody domestic to find uh, the grassroots players first. Um, whereas if a, if a foreign entity comes in, they're gonna mismanage uh, uh, maybe a, a team of players that needs to be developed still, and um, you know, say like if if. Luis Enrique or or Poach would coach uh, like your guys' 2014 team. Golly, I mean, you got Guardado, you got Herrera in his prime, you got you know a lot all these players. Um, yeah. Uh, freaking um, Chicharro was still. Chicharro, you know, Vela would still be inclined. The the Dos Santos brothers. I mean, that's a team that would have been dynamic with at least Enrique style or Poach. Yeah, and we I, did, I feel like you guys lack that right now. No, we we had it though, but no era penal, we. No era yeah. penal. To be fair though, I mean. Oh my god! Like, don't, don't don't get me started on the Mexico fans that are like one, like they're talking about like two moments, like say between Argentina and Netherlands, where one is like <laughs> no era penal and then the Maxi Rodriguez goal, yeah. and then any time that someone beats or loses to a team that 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 Mexico beat fucking twelve years ago, they'll bring it up like the Croatia. Yeah. Uh, who who did Croatia beat? I think Brazil. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, well, yeah, none, beating Croatia is not for everybody. And we beat France, I think, in 2010. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, someone lost to France, and then uh, it was just always those moments. It was right? funny because I I think it's so annoying. One day I I was kicking it with Ernie, and he's like, "Hey, bro, throw on um, Mexico France 2010 World Cup." <sighs> And uh, I'm like, Ben was there. I know, yeah, no, I was surprised at all the players there, and I was geeking on the Mexico players too. And I'm, I'm just like, wow, like, what a drop off. I'm like, this this cycle was a drop off, and I think that they they need to find talent domestically, and really uh, reinforce them. You know, but it's you gonna know, take like, time. I, um, I know we've digressed a little bit, but I, I do look at at like the possible crop of talent coming in the next year or two, and. It, yeah, it's probably not as awe-inspiring as what U.S. is putting out. And that's who we're going to compare ourselves to most because... Or Canada. Uh, right. Um, uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's probably not like, oh, fuck, this guy's playing at Chelsea and this guy's at Dortmund and then this dude's, you know... He's like, rumored to Milan. For, for and United like, and, you know, all this. But I will say that, that the talent pool isn't as shallow as it might seem. And then there's always players that... that Come out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, no, there's some there's some good prospects I saw. Uh, you know, like Chavez and uh, Kate Cowell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know, mean, I'm uh, sure we could figure out a Spanish way to say, you know, el cadet. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Damn, he but, could milk that too. Yeah, but um, you know, other managers that are on their way out: uh, Roberto Martinez from Belgium, 
Yeah, man. Uh, I I would say disappointing. Um, underperforming for sure. Um, who else is leaving? Am I missing anybody? Um, I mean, you you covered all the notable ones. I can't think of anyone else, truthfully. Um, oh, I think uh, Roberto Martinez stepped down as well. Oh, that's what I just said. Oh, you, oh sorry, <laughs> yeah, sorry, no, no, sorry. No, no, you did just mention him. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's the pint. I was thinking of Everton. I, th- <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. it's the gummy. Ah, well, it's the same guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, no, I think you got him all, man. Uh, I, I don't know what the word is with Canada's manager, but I feel like their whole camp is enamored with them. So hopefully they just continue being... You uh, be you. Yeah, you be you. I mean, they're, they're, they're mid, you know, until proven otherwise. And until now, I mean, they can they can make a trophy for the World Cup qualifying. Maybe yeah, yeah, no, I think... They can enjoy that. But yeah, I've got. I think I've got a spare YSO trophy somewhere. <laughs> they're they're back to ground zero by my standards, yeah. and, and we'll see. We'll no. have to see what they do. They they got three losses. Yeah. They they want to talk about who they were. Well, I know the, those quotes. I'll never forget them, man. No, I I, it's gonna. Yeah, that that always bugs that, me. And that's why we've been talking about it three <laughs> straight. I whenever I reread them, it's like uh, let's say say. Like, we know when we play Mexico or the U.S. that we strike fear in them, and we've noticed. And I'm like, bro, are, are you really, like, are you really that That's delusional? not even just, like, that's not even, like, your run-of-the-mill banter where it's like, oh, we we go there. Yeah, and they know we're dangerous. That's that's one yeah, thing. That's one thing, yeah, but he's like, we strike fear. We strike like, fear. We just uh, noticed you, man. <laughs> All we saw was a growth spurt. I know, yeah. That you was from, low, bro. You went from four feet to four foot six. I'm not yeah. scared of you. He's starting to hit his push-ups, and, you know, they're starting to, yeah. I noticed you, but I ain't scared. Fuck. Yeah. I can't wait to see what happens with CONCACAF. Uh, Jamaica, I think, is going to make a stride well, next cycle. And Yeah, I think their their players that that committed are going to be, like, fully bought in, and I think they're getting new management, too, because, um, yeah, I think I think there was an issue with, with the management there. I'm not 100% sure, but yeah, yeah. There, there was something there. But, you know, in terms of CONCACAF, uh, there is the the talks because I don't know if it's official. Well, it might be official that U.S. is going to be competing in Copa America, and Copa America is actually going to be held here in the U.S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've been to one before. So they're going to have. They're also extending invitations to Canada and Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Which for us is great, like both countries, because you know when you're exposed to a higher level of play more continuously, that just naturally raises your level, right? Yeah, yeah. So playing against Argentina, Uruguay, Brazil, Colombia, Ecuador. It's much better it's, competition. It's better than playing against fucking, uh, um, you know. Trinidad and Tobago. Honduras, Haiti, Costa Rica. Panama. You know, fucking St. Kitts. St. Kitts and Nevis, Barbados. You know, Fulcan, it's not, it's, you know, there, there's levels, right? And yeah. playing against those guys is just going to naturally raise ours. Yeah. And for me, it raises mine when I hear that we may... Be going to Copa America. Mm-hmm. Last time, uh, last time I trip out, man. So far. Young guy. Uh, I was young too, but Christian Pulisic, seventeen years old, playing in at Levi Stadium against Colombia at the time is Cuadrado James. That was my first Copa America game. They 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 did it here. Um, it was called the Copa. I think Copa Men- Copa America Centenario. The centenario. Um, and yeah, bro, great experience. Nice. If they do do it here again, we definitely gonna hit one. So far. 
Oh, oh, it's SoFi is probably going to be. A, yeah, it has to be. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, SoFi. That's a premium sports entertainment oh, arena. Did yeah, that's the closest we'll get to World Cup until it officially comes, inshallah. Uh, but anywho, enough about Concacaf. We're always going to talk Concacaf, so I guess we shouldn't dwell on it too much. But um, anything else we're missing as far as international news? Uproar, controversy. Well, I mean, I guess that we're talking about Luis Enrique, and, and this is very similar to what happened with Berhalter. Yeah. But oh, uh, I did, I did hear those. The, quotes. The Luis Enrique is like, yeah, we basically went with twenty five guys. If there's one guy uh, that that I regret calling up, it, it was him. You know, we were yeah. Uh, who I would have called him. I, I don't know who he's referring to. Uh, there was uh, speculation that it was Asensio, but I don't. Think I know. It, I heard that too, but I, I don't was think like, it I was. Um, and it obviously wouldn't be someone that that played a whole lot, which I don't know if he did. Uh, yeah, I know it's it's probably very but there, marginal. But there's a few because Fati wasn't great. Um, I, I thought, yeah, I didn't think Fati was great. And he's not going to say that about you know Pedro or Gavi. Uh huh. And they don't deserve that. Marcos Llorente maybe because he he kind of played like shit. But yeah. he's we know he's a good player. Yeah, I don't know if it was like ever solidified, but I'm I'm pretty sure someone pretty. Much deduced it. I am. I'm. I'm very curious about who it, it may <laughs> yeah. end up being. Uh, but in in any case, yeah, that was that was pretty funny. When I read that, I thought the same. I was like, he's basically putting putting out a, a page from Burhalter's book. I just, man, I'm sorry to go back to, it, but I hope by the end of the year we have some news on on whether he's going <laughs> to continue managing or not. Because I'm I'm ready to move on, man. Yeah, we have friendlies in January. In you know, and, and the way that executives think, they don't really care about the court of public opinion. They'll take they'll take that on the chin. Yeah, they'll take that, the flack. For for them that that's nothing. The way executives think is like they'll look at results. Like yeah, yeah the World Cup may not have been a success, but considering who they had played, you know it may it may be like a like even like okay we didn't do great we didn't do bad we broke even on that we knew it was going to be tough anyway, uh, given our youth and everything. Um, but then they're going to look at how well things went for qualifying, all the all the trophies they won last season, all the wins they got against Mexico. And they're like, well, he does, he's great. <laughs> so you know what? We'll just keep writing it, and uh, you know, uh, let's uh, let's do better next year. Yeah, let's it's dial like, it. Well, in. you you can't do better. You can't do better than that. Uh, yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? Yeah, I I don't know how I feel about the opinion of getting two World Cup cycles. Oh, yeah. Alexi Lalas is a firm believer of one cycle per manager, things go stale. I don't know if you're of the same school of thought or... I think if you're good enough, you, you can keep doing it. I mean, Joachim Lowe, Deschamps, examples that it is possible. But you got to look at the player pools, and it's a boom-bust cycle, you know? The weird thing is, is it's hard to grade how good your managing is or how good a team is when you're playing in the Gold Cup. With the Euros, I think it's a lot more, like, you have a lot more to bite into. Like, like you're, and that's basically a mini World Cup, the Euros. Yeah. But if you're judging yourself off the Gold Cup where you're playing fucking, like the teams we just said, Honduras, uh, Trinidad, Tobago, Panama. Mm-hmm. Suriname. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just randomly. Yeah, 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 just like, you, you know, it's. It's not as satisfying as saying that you beat fucking Italy, you beat Spain, you beat Portugal to win the thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Whereas the U.S. and Mexico don't really get that sort of satisfaction. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it might, it might, it might 
like no I know I, I totally I know what you're that? saying but I but you know in, as far as relativity goes like in our region we are the the, the Englands the Spains the Frances of, of know, our it's region it's just not as satisfying I think I know I know and but, it's hard to gauge yourself in terms of how good you are no it's true which but, is good that we're going to be joining and I don't know if, if Copa America is, is that much it is better but I don't know if it's that much better uh, no, it's hard. Uh, no, Copa America. I think it's 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 just crazy good. You know, I mean, because the variance is very little. You could take the worst team from Conmebol, let's say it's Paraguay or somebody thereabouts. That's like a top Concacaf team, easy. You know, mm. um, I, I mean, think so. I think they're solid for four. Yeah, or yeah. fifth maybe. Nah, I, okay. Well, I think they're especially in, in cup football. I mean, in international football, it's anybody's game. But they just. They can be a Canada in our region, and we might not even know it. But, but I'm just saying that whole region is just stupid competitive. Um, so I mean, you know, it's one of those things where I think you know one of my one of my favorite things so far about the World Cup is that football is played so differently around the world. You get an exhibition of what works in certain ways. Like there's just so many unique pieces of football going on. Um, like I, I think back Netherlands is a set piece against Argentina. Like shit, you don't see often. It's like wow, like that. That's unique. You yeah, know, that's a nice little trick play. It's like little things like that. The way Japan was playing was very unorthodox, but it worked. Morocco, they have their own swag. You know what I mean? Uh, it's just very interesting. I'm actually very impressed at Morocco's tournament. And oh, they're yeah, the yeah, most yeah, impressive. They did play like a defensive style, and you know, defensive kind of is almost synonymous with shithousey. But I don't know, man. I, I was pretty. Well, you know what? Even though they Taking lost today, yeah. Ah, we'll get into that later. Fuck, okay. oh, fuck, we ruined it. I know, I know. Anyone that's interested doesn't know, man. Come on. I know, ah, I know. No, no, but <laughs> you know, even though they lost today, today they impressed me the most. The way they they pressed the issue. They actually played pretty good. They looked really they good, and and I wish they played like that more. But we'll get into that in a sec. Uh, I don't know. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about? Um, not really. No. I, I guess everything we can speculate is, on transfer stuff after we, yeah, yeah. We, we get over the reviews and previews. There are many stories within these reviews we do, so I think everything else we have left to say is going to come. There's, yeah, there's a little, there's meat on those as bones. A conse- yeah, yeah, as a consequence. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. She's uh, she's thin, but, you know, she's fit. She's yeah. got something there. She's yeah. got a little something, something. Her name's Antonella. Ooh, she took my heart. Man. Ah, well, uh, you know, Antonella for you, Argentina for me. I know. But no, that's, but like, that's an inside joke. Yeah, no, but you know what's crazy though? It's like <laughs> ah, it's, it's so wild to me. I don't know if you saw that reporter. It was a a, a chick reporter, and she goes up to Messi and she, she gives him this whole fucking uh, you know, battle to like battle cry speech, and and I don't know your thoughts were on that, but I wonder what Antonella's thoughts were on that too. Um, oh, well, I'm sure she's probably jealous. I mean. <sighs> One, I, like, I mean, <laughs> we can say it because, you know, we're part of the, you know, that that's our ethnicity race. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just, that's just our brown sisters, right? That's Latin chicks in general. Just. Yeah. They're, they're, they're possessive. They're, they're jealous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they'll they'll key up your car and they'll say it's because they love you, you know? Yeah. Yeah, um, she was like, I just want to let you know that you mean so much to me, to every... And it's like, oh, my man. You know, um, I, I guess we can talk about that when it gets brought up after the semifinals. Um, but, yeah, let's get into the uh, previews. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, I'm sorry, the reviews of, of what happened. So, on Friday, 
uh, two games. It was um, it was Croatia versus wait was it yeah yeah Cro- Croatia versus um, Brazil. Brazil, man, who would have thought? Yeah, who would have thought? They went from counting stars on their shirt to counting stars on the sky. <laughs> Ayo, Brazilians, how was that flight? Oh, uh, uh, dude, nah, the, nah, you know the nah, entitlement nah. Um, from the accounts leading up to it is they they were they were figuring out how they were going to put the sixth star on their jersey on, mm-hmm. on their on their um on their badge. Um, <sighs> to me, that like that to me was like the epitome of the entitlement. And then the superiority complex that Brazil and Argentina have. They're already counting their <laughs> chickens before they hatch. Oh, man. Um, so it was like, it was sweet when they were, they scored in extra time because it was a pretty close game. Uh, Croatia played a very, a very defensive game. Yeah, very stagnant. For and, sure. uh, and then in uh, the crazy, extra, huh? oh, sorry, the crazy part was that, you know, Brazil really truthfully should have converted their chances. For it to not even to even get here, you know. Yeah. So like, I, this is another case where the score isn't indicative of what should have happened. But sorry, go on. Yeah, yeah. Um, extra time, and it was a nice little play too. It was a, a very a very uh, well worked play, and Neymar was in the middle of things. He finally came back from his ankle injury, and man, I was like, well, fuck, man, that's Neymar. Gets into the box, he bing, froze bang, time, boom, bang, yeah. boom, bing. And uh, gets in there and smashes it past the keeper, who's had a great fucking... Probably the keeper of the tournament, Croatia's. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was good. Um, he made, uh, I think, 11 saves. That day? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, there Coño. was... A, yeah, 11 shots on target from Brazil to Croatia's one shot on target. It's crazy. Yeah. You know? No, um, so Neymar had a great goal, and... Uh, I think in the second extra time, in the second half of extra time, Croatia levels it, man, and uh, nice goal as well. Yeah, yeah, no, I think they they worked that one pretty well too. Um, but penalties, man, that's where everything kind of came. Yeah, came crashing down, and that that's been the story of this. I think this tournament is there's just been a lot of penalties saved, a lot yeah. of penalties missed, and the controversy of not having your best penalty taker go first. Or at, or at any point. Even third? I don't right, know. yeah. I mean, I think when you see that... And I, I don't know why I haven't even thought of this before. And I'm wondering why managers don't think of this. They come with an order, right? They tell, okay, you're going for it. You, you, know. mm-hmm. you missed the first one. Uh, they changed to, to this now, yeah. Uh, they missed the first one. And then when it's a do-or-die situation where you have to make it, like, make that adjustment on the fly. I, that all, I think that's part of... In-game management, right? You can consider it that. Yeah. It's like, okay, we need our best guy to take the fucking penalty, and then whoever's supposed to go fourth will go fifth. No, Marquinhos goes fourth when it should have been Neymar. Marquinhos misses it. <laughs> and I don't know if he's even that good of a penalty kick taker. I don't know. I really don't know. Like, I mean, he's probably lukewarm. He's, like, probably not bad. So Imagine, okay. well, imagine like, Neymar wanted to step up. He's like, no, I got it. I'm the oh, captain. Oh, shit. You know? That would have been wild. I'm a bootleg Thiago Silva. I would have preferred Thiago Silva in that situation, personally. But Yeah, man. Yeah, you're not even a leader, man. Yeah, if you're not David Luiz or Thiago Silva, stay the fuck away from my pens. <laughs> that, yeah, uh, and I think that rigidity fucks you over in the end. So you want your best guy to take it, and... Well, sorry, Brazil. That's a... Painful way to go out. That's a tough way to go out, yeah. 
yeah, quarterfinals. It hurts. It hurts. It reminds me of the way that Spain went out. Um, There's some teams that uh, that go out in the quarterfinals and like, damn, that's great. Because like like we were saying, like for Mexico or U.S., that's that's awesome to get there, right? Yeah. And to lose to someone like Brazil or England, oh, that's, there's nothing bad with that, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. Look at England. But, I mean, they lost to France. In but the, like in, in uh, yeah, in relation to to what everyone thought Brazil was or thought they would be, mm, quarterfinal exit. That's that's terrible. awful. That's awfully horrible. Un- awfully underwhelming. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's not even appetizer or, like, satisfying. Yeah. No, I, I really... I think I predicted a, a, a win, like, like this for Brazil. I thought they would win, but, like, barely. Man, I was wrong. Penalties, but, you well, know... Well, they lost barely, so you weren't that much off. Yeah, but it's, like... I, it, it pains it pains me because, you know, Brazil played so much better. Uh, but it's it's a game of capitalizing, man. I say that every week. And, and credit to Croatia, who... They're a tough team, man. Yeah, they're I a think, tough cookie, man. I think I think they're a little underrated because they've always been in the thick of things too in all of these tournaments. Yeah, no, they are. Um, they are. I mean, once I you mean, get here, you, you got to have some something to you, man. And they've consistently done it. Uh, so you know, it's tough to be hard on them, but uh, they're, they don't have any silverware to show for it. So I don't know. Yeah. For a country that small with, with that many people, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe. History will look at them kinder. Yeah. Uh, but uh, second match was uh, Argentina versus Netherlands. <sighs> wow. What a game that was. Yeah, that, that game feels like ages ago. But it, really, it? Yeah, but <laughs> it was like it? Five, five, six days ago, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, where do I start? Um, well, I mean, you can start where you want to start. And that's with the... I mean, Messi. With the Messi... I mean, he parted the sea like Moses with, you know, just a spectacular pass to Nahuel to open the scoreline. Uh, you know, Argentina score again later uh, via penalty. Uh, you know, a lot of fans or, you know, messy haters, as I like to call them, are a bit upset at the rate that he's getting penalties. Like, my boy has no control over that. Like, yeah, my boy, nice. He's going to hit him. He's been hitting him lately with conviction. You know, take notes, Harry Kane. Anyways, uh, well, that, well that, that's his problem. <laughs> that's his problem. <laughs> uh, but anywho, uh, man, Netherlands switched it on in a heartbeat the moment that that corpulent fuck came out, and that's Veghorst, number nineteen. Que mira que mira Um, hey, can, can Messi take him? Uh, <laughs> yeah, <probably>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, horse is like what six five, six, six five, seven, something pro- like that. Easily, like at least two twenty five, at least. I mean, that's he's a big dude, a fucking unit. Yeah, yeah, but you know, David Goliath. That's that's been Messi's whole career. You know, anywho. Um, oh wow. yeah, he scores both goals. Let's start there, Veghorst. I mean, talk about etching your name in history. Big knockout game against Argentina, World Cup. Yeah, hey, momentum was on their side, wasn't it? Oh, at that point, I, I I was worried. I was like, "Wow, it really ends like this." And seeing the way Brazil went out, I'm like, "Fuck, it's it's definitely not out of the reality." But grande divu, grande divu, sos leyenda divu. Hey man, you know it came down to penalties. Argentina hit theirs. 
Netherlands didn't. Van Dijk, surprisingly, you know. Is he a penalty kick? I, I don't know. And if sometimes I think if you're just a good player, they give you that duty, and it's like, man, maybe it's not for you. I like. I don't. It's a dead ball situation at the end of the day, you know. It's like, like I don't know if I've ever seen Van Dijk strike a ball towards the goal. Nah, he's strict like a strict he's defender. Like a, he's like a set piece taker, right? Like, like he, a set piece special. He, he ain't Vinny. Why not put like De Young on there? Why not put someone that that you know can hit the ball? Yeah, That's, that was weird. I don't it know. Is weird, but you know, let's not take any flowers away from my boy Debu. Uh, made the big saves when he needed to. Um, a little bit of you know, there's a lot been made of you know how things ended. Uh, just to spoil the party, obviously Argentina win. Um, oh, I think like they've never been there. And but you know, I think that there's video and pictures preceding it where it, it was a lot of Netherlands players also provoking them. So it was a two-way street, and obviously the winner's always going to yap up. They have the last laugh, and sure, Tamendi maybe, maybe didn't have to do the ears thing, and and I guess know, he didn't have to go to to Coleman, n- no, Netherlands manager Bengal, and he's and he said, <laughs> keep talking, keep talking. Like, he did the dude, yapping. Like, yeah. He's a confident manager in his team. Did you okay. see Coleman's face though? He's like he he looked like so like he it was almost like he just saw a hero, which is crazy to say because Messi's younger, just fucking shit on him, you know? Like bro, you're a legend at Barca, and you're just like absolutely ripping me a new one right now. It's a. Uh... It was sad, bro. I don't, the the way that that and this is an athlete thing too. If you don't say anything like like overwhelmingly positive about them, they'll take it as a slight against them. Oh, and they'll never like, let it go. Yeah, like let it go. I'm one. I have faith in my team because I'm the manager, right? <laughs> like who's who? Who's in the right mind is going to say anything opposite? And and also, I'm like trying to get a reaction out of you guys. Yeah. So maybe that is the reaction, but. <laughs> like to take it so personal like that, I, I, like uh, you just see it so much in in sports. Like fuck, you guys are yeah, you guys are pussies, man. Yeah, no, I mean, Soft. look at Memphis Depay. You know, he's <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. <laughs> he had no reason to ship. I don't think the U.S. were being disrespectful towards Netherlands at any point. No, nah, they just. Um, I think he took the Charles Barkley comment to heart, bro. It's like, bro. Oh, that was yeah. the that was the really the root of it. But that's I, the put. Yeah, and then that's like people like. Me, I would just lap it up and go to the fans and shit on them. Right? Yeah, yeah, just do the ear one, like, like hey, the yeah, ear yeah, one, yeah, or yeah. like keep talking. Or but go to like going to like the manager who was, you know, supporting his team. I think that's weird. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's hard to say with all uh, out all the full details, but it this is this spilled out into the locker room or the uh, you know uh, entrance area where they do like the the mix zone the red you know where they interview players and Messi's doing an interview with you know local broadcasts uh, TYC Sports Argentina you know whatever and Veghorst is is walking by like wanting to talk to Messi and he hit, hits him with the iconic line now you know que mira bobo and <laughs> You know, to the point where the the guy that's interviewing him is like, "Tranquilo, Leo, tranquilo, tranquilo." And and how did you feel seeing that side of Messi? And this does this prove your theory right that he's really not the humble person that people no, it's make funny. him out to be? Yeah, it, no, I meant to bring this up in the pens because uh, like the Messi fans, the Messi stands, and, and I have to clarify this because uh, you know after a few adult beverages in yesterday's match, I was uh, I, I, I was annoyed. Um, because all the fans are, I just find Messi fans to be 
like the messy stands, yeah. the messy fanboys, to be one of the most unbearable fandoms, and that and that extends to the Ronaldo fanboys, Tom Brady fanboys, LeBron fanboys, Michael Jordan fanboys. Um, Who else is like very like intolerable and 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 fucking uh, Nicki Minaj? Nicki Minaj. <laughs> like, you know what I mean, like. Yeah, yeah, like I think they, they just support anything that their guy says and does. Yeah, uh, and without question, you know, Messi, Messi stands happen to, they happen to, lap up this humble image that they've projected onto him. Yeah, um, which I feel like has been extremely overstated because the guy's obviously not not humble. He takes the pen in, in the. Uh, and the uh, in the Netherlands, uh, you know, play, uh, penalty. Yeah. A- as he takes the penalty, he just spreads his arms wide. Yeah, yeah. Like, like we don't know if it's going in, but he spreads his arms wide anyway because I'm fucking god, right? Yeah. I'm yeah. the king, yeah. and this shit's gonna go in because I, you know, I say so. It's fucking wild, man. The gonads, you do know. It. The, yeah. No, I think it's, I think it's fucking. I thought it was dope. Yeah. But yeah. me being the detractor, it's like, well. He's not so humble now, right? Like he's yeah. obviously not humble. Yeah, no, and nobody's nobody's gonna scrutinize him for that the way that they would if Ronaldo did it the exact yeah, same. Yeah, thing. exactly. So, because on its own, it's harmless, and it's and it's a show of like, yeah, I know who I am. Yeah, I'm yeah. him. I'm him. Basically, he, he's know? and and he's not known for that. He's never really been known for that. Uh, except when he takes his shirt off and displays oh. it in front of the fans. Oh, well, that that's you know, that's a rivalry. Like different things, right? Like. So we know that this guy's not humble, but and his fans lap it up. Also, that that uh, Fox camera that caught him grabbing Antonella's uh, rear, like a humble guy's not gonna do that, you know? Like we we know you got her already. G. He's just flexing on us. That that was so beautiful. <laughs> oh man, I know. Like that that video of like fans like trying oh, to take pictures. Dude, that just kind of kind of made me uncomfortable. But I'm like, man, I know. Can't I even know. blame me, dog. Like, I think if you just see her walking down, like, say you see her in Glendale Galleria, right? Oof. Yeah. I mean, for most people, they don't know who that is. They just see a pretty girl. Yeah. But because, like, you know, she has that, you know, the messy, the messy tag. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, no, and seeing that side of Messi where he's, like, chatting shit to the manager, I don't think we've ever seen that. No, it's rare. Not, not, as, not as blatant as that. And then, you know, talking shit to, uh, to uh, Veghorst. I think it's interesting. <laughs> I, I, it finally adds some personality to him because I always felt like he was just like a like, robot. I know he wasn't humble, but I know, but I never really saw him like expressing himself and, and being so like outspoken. I w- I feel like he's it is refreshing. He's fucking like really worked hard to conceal that side of him. I I agree with you. I don't. I always. I never believed he was fully humble. I mean, I mean the I guy was expect, accepting a million dollars from a broke ass club. Yeah, yeah, I know, and it's it's crazy, but. Uh, no, I, I've enjoyed it uh, personally, and but I do see the, uh, I guess, oh, the irony of it because it's like, yeah, what they've always been against, and I well, mean, the, Messi the, fans. Well, R- Ronaldo being like the the gaudy, super outspoken, like obviously arrogant. I mean, we're not going to deny that, right? No, yeah, but the he doesn't bother hiding it. You the know? guy, the guy, yeah, the guy looks like he fucking doesn't think his shit stinks, <laughs> and they always put the contrast to him with Messi's. He's He's not outspoken. He's so quiet. Like, he's... Yeah, uh, keeps his head down, you know? You know, he's not, like, super built. You know, he's He's, obviously not the most handsome guy, but... He's the working class man. But, you know, it's always going to be split. It's like, either you're Ronaldo fan or a Messi fan. (laughs) And I I love lapping it up, though. 
I do. I do love it. No, I do too. Because if you don't I'm like Messi, Messi you're, automa- you're automatically a Ronaldo guy. And yeah, Ronaldo played for my club, but I'm not like necessarily Ronaldo. Like, remember that time where uh, uh, I first spoke with Amakar on the FIFA? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you know, I told him um, I'm a Madrid fan. He said, "Oh, you don't like Ronaldo?" No, I, I like Ronaldo. I just yeah, like I'm not a I, I don't base like my that. whole fandom yeah around him. Yeah. Um, and that's what a lot of Messi fans are. They just like there's people like it's funny. I'm a I'm a burnout Titi, but he's like I'm gonna hang up my PSG jersey today. Like <laughs> bruh, like, PSG. <laughs> like what? Yeah. what that's a, like to, to me that doesn't symbolize Messi. I see that, that's just him as like a Messi and, fan. And like, for yeah. me, yeah. <laughs> uh, when I was when I was at the bar yesterday, I uh, during the game there was a kid that showed up with the Barcelona kit. Like oh I know this guy's going for fucking Argentina. Yeah yeah yeah. Obviously 100. Yeah. percent no doubt about it. I know uh, you're not going for Rakitich. No, nah, not not at all. But yeah, remember the dude at Fox and Hounds? He must have been having a field day. Oh God, that that dude was on that day earning a slider. Oh, I know. If he, he caught me yesterday. Uh, definitely. <laughs> I'm not even an aggressive dude like that. I know they 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 can be unbearable. But you know, moving on from this. So, in in the grand scheme, Brazil eliminated Argentina. Move on to a matchup that we'll discuss later. Uh, the following day, we had another big surprise. Uh, well, I did see, before you said that, uh-huh. I did see, so Brazil was left out, and I guess Argentina is the only country that remains from any of the Americas. Right. And I've seen so many... Publications like, like, boast that. So many posts just supporting Argentina because they're only the only ones... Even Rivaldo, yeah. Representing... Um, South America, uh, Latin South America, America. Or, or the Americas in general. Mm-hmm. Excuse me? I didn't get that memo. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna uh, root for a country that refers to my people as Mexi Changos. Yeah, uh, I saw those posts. Yeah, but that's, that's generally how they that's are. That's just a few bad apples, and yeah, they and typically fall from the tree. Yeah, no, and and I mean, I, I whilst I get it, I feel I've gotten that feeling from Mexico fans myself uh, towards, like, say, some of my people. But I, the U.S. I just, supporters. Well, U.S. supporters and uh, the U.S. supporters are no saints, but I'm just saying. I feel oh, like, oh, oh, I see what you mean. I feel I like every mean. fan base has it, and, and like say the the same way that Mexico shits on Central America is the way that Argentina shits on them, and like they have almost like an amplified level of football history over over anybody in in our region. But oh, I, well, they got two World Cups. Yeah, yeah, and and but see, I picked Argentina from the get go. I'm not rooting for them just because they're Latin American or from the Americas. But realistically, man, if it's not Argentina or Brazil, who is it ever going to be? Like realistically, man, because that's what I'm saying. I have such high hopes for the U.S. one day that we can get there when and be and be in that combo. But when have we ever had like any other team from this region be a real real threat? You know, it's funny when when. Um my dad would refer to Mexico getting their first title. He's like, if we don't do it by 2026, we're never going to do it. And this was like back in like 98 or 2000, shit, 2002. Yeah, that shit hits different when it's... He's like, fuck. So we're like reaching the cusp where my old man might never, ever see that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ah, God damn, that just hit me right now. I'm like, fuck. No, it's a lot of time, but you, you feel like time, just yesterday, like, like hearing that, you know? Yeah. My, well, that's my pops been... was like 40 when he said that, you know? Now... Now he's in his sixties. Yeah, it's crazy. That's wild. But it also, I love it for from for my fandom, and if I ever instill a fandom in, in my children, if I have some, like Walmart. F- for yeah, no, I, <laughs> me and the misses are trying, but 
you know, I... That's an interesting way to say, yeah, we're fucking every night. Nah, <laughs> I know, like, people, people say that's a messy way to say something. That's the, the humble way. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> uh, something about instilling it into your kids. Oh, yeah, yeah, because, you know, we're really pioneers, man, as far as, like, what pertains to Mexico, what pertains to the U.S., like... We have so much, so much ground to make up and, and so much uncharted territory that I hope I can live it and I hope that, you know, my son can too. Because right now for us, we can say, hey, man, by 2048, we really should be in semifinals religious, religiously if we want soccer to amplify at the rate that we think it's going to happen. And this I, is like 20 I years. would say even sooner than that, man. I would say even in the 30s. Like 2036 or something? Thir- the 30s, I think, would be a, a thriving time. Like 2030, 2034 is like that. That's a that's a healthy timeline for either uh, for either U.S. or Mexico to be shooting for. Yeah. Um, and, and, and like 2026 isn't unreachable for U.S. In my opinion, for Mexico it is, but for U.S. I don't think it's impossible. But it it's might still be a like in this. Yeah. It might be like in this Croatia type where where they might be able to pull it together for a nice strong run yeah, and, and maybe surprisingly make it to the finals but to think that they might win it I, I know it's it's probably it's probably a minimal expectation that anyone should have yeah um but yeah I th- fuck I think that got, about that got really deep yeah no, um <laughs> uh, and, uh, I you need know, to go and then uh, for the next episode yeah. of the uh, bottled psychiatric hour um we're gonna be talking about daddy issues uh too personal (laughs) nah but um yeah man um (laughs) i'm rooting for argentina anyways but that is a nice little tidbit i I didn't even think about it that way as far as them being the only team from the americas a team of europeans really but (laughs) which is kind of funny but i mean McAllister, come on McAllister, McAllister, messy uh, um, has got an Italian name in that fucking team. Dybala is that? That's is that, a weird one. Is that even? Yeah, man. Shit. Paul, what is that? De, yeah, that's Spanish. That's um, gotta be Spanish. That guy, man, he's been he's been lapping it up, bro. He's been lapping up the cameras the other day. Um, uh, like uh, one of the Argentine media's were interviewed him like just in the mix zone, and he's like, "No, no, go talk to Nahuel, right? You you wanted to talk to Nahuel just because he scored." And I was like, "I was like, damn, bro, like, what being a little female about it, man? Like, <laughs> bro, I'm sure he was gonna get to you, but Nahuel scored the opening goal against Netherlands. Like, why are you pressed, bro? Oh, shit, it's Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, bro. <laughs> Uh, we're watching the Which New- it might be Yeah I know It might be yeah, uh, New York Knicks uh, Chicago running in the background A close game too but a, game, a game I don't think I would ever fucking watch I know and Those are two cities And teams that think Much higher of themselves At least New Chicago, York especially Chicago can say They got rings And yeah, the best player yeah, possible. exactly ever, But I mean Yeah But it's been like, We're getting to 30 years From that And they yeah. haven't done Jack shit But they're the Mecca right They're the Mecca yeah, And then New York We're talking about 60 years now? Oh, well, yeah. I don't want to hear it, son. Yeah. Don't. Uh, anyway, but digress. Talking about 60, t- 60 years, this team will probably never make a semifinal yeah. well, in well, another 60 yeah, years. We got to leave it to the uh, Nothing But Bottom podcast. Oh, Nothing Coming But soon. Bottles. <laughs> nothing But Bottom. Anyway, um, the next matchup was... Uh, Morocco. Morocco versus Portugal. Very good game. I will say. I will say it was good uh, from the standpoint that... Uh, 
Portugal was kind of unanimously favored to win. Oh, for sure, for sure. And um, not, maybe not by as much as some people thought, but I thought they would win. I thought that, I thought they would too. Although I'm not gonna lie, I I did say they would. I, you, I did you did, you did, yeah, you did call it, and it uh, was but, just in but, spite. But of, that was like a like a cynical take. Like it, that was like in spite. Of, yeah, because I, of how Morocco have been playing. Yeah, no, I, and it's funny because they did play the way I thought they would. However, I, I thought it was going to go to Pens, but it didn't even go there. How about that Enezidi goal, though? Oh, he got up there, son. He's had, he's had a quietly he, good tournament. Like, he got up there. He, yeah, he was like, like a Ronaldo-type Ronaldo. jump. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he took it out. Because like he, like he, even his legs were swinging on the way down, man. That feels good Bro. when that happens, man. Like Bro, You feel he, like you yeah, fly for that a was like, Yeah, that was like some LeBron. Oh, I mean, Gian, um, um, Muggsy Bogues. Sure, yeah. Uh, he but, got up there, though, man. That was some bounce uh, that he had. I didn't know he had that in him, to be honest with you. He's a he's a very tricky player, um, and you know I'm I'm glad he's getting spotlight. Somebody should really spend money on him. Ah, uh, is is he better than Mitrovic? Yeah, but so he's like, Premier League. No, club. but he you know he's he's been a pretty big name for Sevilla. Oh uh, no, yeah, he has. He, he hasn't has. really. Let's not forget he he was close on the Golden Boot recently. Yeah, yeah? that was two years ago, and uh, like last season. Mm, no, last season he the had last a down two year. seasons. He's been. Okay, he's been average. I think he was very injured for last season, but um, yeah, he had that like nineteen goal or, or twenty one goal season or something. He's good for it. I mean, there's guy, there's certain guys yeah. that like in that region that are are decent. Like you think about Taremi from Iran. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got uh, fucking um, Benyadir from France, but we you know it's Middle Eastern. Uh, you know allegiances. Uh, there's just a lot of of good players coming from that area. And since we're touching on Morocco, what's your what are your thoughts on Amrabat, uh, one of the midfielders that has been touted like one of the breakout stars of the tournament? Yeah, that guy plays a six like like no other player I've seen in a while. Really good. Yeah, between him and Chouameni, <sighs> that midfield man. The that, that was such a nice battle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, he's been impressive, man. There's been a few players from from Morocco that have impressed me. I think uh, Ziyech reached a higher level. He, he was impressive. Obviously, we know who Hakimi is and will be. Yeah. Um, but Amrabat, uh, I mean, their whole defense, man, they've been, they've been solid. I mean, today was the first game that they got scored on by the opposing team. Yeah. And throughout the whole tournament. Uh, so that alone is pretty good. And like, curiously enough, well... Well, we'll leave it for the for the France uh, review. You know who's underrated for like for their fullbacks? Like everybody obviously is going to know Hakimi and deservedly so. Saïs was oh quite, my quite god, Robert Saïs, yeah. Wow, like I was. I mean, and like, he's always like, been like one of those guys that's kind of flown under the radar. And, and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I thought he got injured the last game. And I was like, damn, that's going to be a big miss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, Saïs, Saïs, he's been very good. I mean, that whole team is pretty talented. This is their golden gen. And, by the way, like, those guys we've all mentioned, they're not they're not old by any means. Like, they they got a lot left in the tank. So, this is going to be a fun team going forward. Um, you know, so... Yeah, and, obviously, Buono's their keeper. He's yeah, also... Yeah. He's got to be a shot for a keeper of the tournament. Oh, yeah. He was good. He was Especially good. after keeping three out for... Uh, from that Spain game. That's crazy, right? But, yeah, they, they went past Portugal. And, you know, Portugal were... Remember the game before the uh, 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 Roman uh, Gonzalez? Or what oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it was... Um, he was... Uh, yeah. Oh, no. Uh, was it Roman Gonzalez? It is Gonzalez. I, for, I think it's Ramon. Ramon, uh, yeah. 
for Benfica. Yeah. Cheeks. And I called it. <laughs> like, like it, was, it was an outlier. He had a great game. Fair. Give, it, give him credit for it. But this game, and, uh, and the decision was made again. And, and I, I feel like uh, Santos was kind of feeling himself after leaving out Ronaldo and getting all those goals against Switzerland. He's like, you know what? I made the right choice. People uh, honestly, it. I think the choice was to start your main guy. And, like, may, maybe the result would have turned out the same. But, I don't know. I, I think that's a game for a big name. Oh, for sure. Like, like certain people just rise to the occasion. And, and there's just, like, this X factor. And I'm typically against this mentality, but there's just... Like, we, we've seen it before, right? He, he's risen to the occasion before. And, yeah, he hasn't had... He has had a terrible tournament, let's be honest. But I think in, in this game, the move was to start him and not to revisit something that happened to work last time. Because as we saw, it, it Lightning wasn't going to strike twice. Nah. Yeah, I, I feel mm. like he just also... The rotations were bad, you know, including Ronaldo, including Liao, who didn't play enough for me. There's he no came reason. In so late. Yeah, I just don't and, understand. And he's an why immediate uh, uh, spark. He's for good. The team. He's really good, and and I don't. I think he has to start. I mean, you know, Argentina came to this realization, and you know, with with Julian Alvarez, who who has eaten up the minutes that Lautaro really should have occupied. But that's we'll talk more about that later. But you know, I think Rafael Lau has been hard done by the manager there, and and maybe ultimately prevented them uh, from getting a positive result against and, uh, Morocco. And um, you know, Joao Felix, as great of a tournament as he's had, and he's he's done a lot towards changing my opinion of him. Oh, he's done because yeah, he, he because he's had a really yeah. fucking good tournament. Um, maybe not so great this time, this game, but to. You have to be able to identify that adjustment. Like, okay, this guy's in good. And Lau, you know, for his, for his like, physical attributes that he can present, his trickiness, you put him on, man. And um, I, will, I will say, um, I don't know if you agree or not, but I think Bruno's had a great tournament, too. And he was probably the only one that was, like, really he actually, like, driving yeah, it in he has played every well, time yeah. for, for Portugal. I think he's he's even been uh, more impressive than I thought Bernardo would be. Uh, Bernardo was still yeah. good, but yeah, you just yeah. He, Bernardo. It's just you watch him play at City, and it's just like he's at another level. Yeah, and it's also the system, and there's not a whole lot of room for him to operate the way that he normally does and can. So you ha- you have Joao Felix eating, eating into his spaces. Same with Joao Cancelo, have, by the uh, way. Bruno, yeah, exactly. He suffered from this tournament. He and, didn't. And Diego yeah. Dallo, who we like, would never say is better than Cancelo. Now we never better. say that. Oh, I, I think he is now. <laughs> but ah. but Diego Dalo had a better tournament. And it's just about the spaces that they're able to run into. And, you know, when you have Bruno and Joao Felix and even Ruben Neves to to an extent running into the spaces that, that Bernardo can operate, well, what's left for Bernardo is just, just like tracking back and, yeah. and stealing balls and stuff, which is not necessarily he's bored. what you put him on the pitch for yeah, you, you want him for creativity oh, how man. are you going to create when you have Joao Felix and Bruno on the ball the whole time yeah it's no it's it's a tough it's a tough ask and that was kind of the issue with Gio Reyna for us like you know even if if Greg's head was on correct you know even if you try to work him onto the starting 11 you're going to have to leave out somebody else that's very talented and 
that's that's a beautiful part about football. It's like you could have a very great team. Look at Brazil, very great, but very top heavy. You know, and and I was always like, I was always outspoken about their defense. It wasn't necessarily the defense that let them down, but the goal that that came from Croatia was. Oh, and and it was like in short response, like yeah, it's, it, was, it was relatively quick. Yeah, it was annoying. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't annoying, but it was just like wow, like. Y'all, y'all well, got well, all the way got, here just for this. They got a little exposed. Yeah, yeah. expose him, <laughs> man. Yeah, but um, you know, and that's not, and I don't want to take away credit from Morocco because a lot of it is going to be reduced to the fact that they had a low block. Well, I mean, like listen to all the names we just mentioned: Leao, uh, Joao Felix, Bern, uh, um, Bernardo, Bruno, Ronaldo, mm-hmm. uh, Gonzalo, Neves. Like of course you're not gonna have time to match that, but the fact that the the way they defended is like I I don't think I think there's a stark difference to the way that Morocco defends to where you know where we're used to seeing like Burnley defend or something where they just set up low because the That's, way yeah. the way that Morocco counterattacks the old Burnley by the way <laughs> right um, probably next year too. Probably right, next yeah. season, we're going to see them defend exactly the same way as before. Uh, that's, but that's the way they counterattack and, and the way they, they present threat, it's it's a lot with purpose. It's not just hoofing the ball up and hoping that someone gets on the end of a rebound. No, no, they, they, they work. It's it. strategic, for sure. It's they, not just as simple they, as It's that. like, it's quick touches, and, it, and it's a nice transition. It's a beautiful little transition. Yeah, they're going to be absorbing a lot of contact, a lot of... You know, a lot of attack, a lot of uh, you know positive play from Portugal, but they're they're outgunned. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they, they really are. Uh, Stu, get this though. Um, Burnley currently have the most goals scored in England this season. Oh. Uh, Forty-three goals ah. in just six months. That's more than Man City, um, Arsenal, and and all these teams. Enigma. I did not know this. Yeah, Vincent Company, man. Don't sleep. Man, we'll see next season. Ah. Uh-huh. No, no, no. Like, it's all great and well to do that in championship. We'll uh, see. We'll y'all said the same about my boy Mitro. And <laughs> he's thriving. He's he's glowing up, as the kids say. Ah. Um, anywho, uh, keeping it back in England, though. England, play France. Wow, what a showdown. A lot of po- political uh, controversy there. It was uh, a very good game. Man. Talk about back and forth, huh? Absolutely. Um, and, you know, the opening goal scored by your kid, uh, Chuomeni. What a uh, goal. You know, it's one of those where by, by the you know, luck of God, it somehow doesn't hit a leg. You know, I, I thought it was relatively weak for a shot. It, it was ve- very savable, but there was just a lot of traffic, and it, was, it, it was, happens to trickle in. It was low to the ground. And it was kind of bending away. It was bending into the side net. In, into yeah, yeah it, it, towards. So maybe maybe not a whole lot of pace, but precision. It, but it's still a very good goal. I'm I'm just shitting on it, but I'm like that's like and a, it's about what, like a 28 goal. yards out. No, 24, about uh, 24, 25 yards out. I'd say like 20. It's comfortably it was, outside the box. Yeah, yeah. By, yeah, it's maybe by, 20. By the media maybe, luna. Let, yeah, let's say let's say 20. <laughs> no, but yeah. it was a good goal. No, no, it was, it was, it was, it was the nice, best. It nice. was probably the best goal of of the game, if I'm honest. Um, the game wasn't what was pretty. The second goal. 
the second goal was Giroud. Giroud. Oh, a header that came off of Harry, Harry Maguire. Yeah, that one was. But I, I thought that was actually the best goal. So uh, England had opportunities to score multiple times, but well, England was the aggressor. Yeah, and they got aggressive. In- England, uh, you know, they they did control a lot of the momentum. Uh, and, and it's tough to say. It's tough to be hard against them because that's one of those games where you play a team that's... I mean, if we break down all all um, four games of the, of the round, in terms of level, those were probably the two highest level teams playing against each other. You know, either one of those teams would have beat any of the other teams that advanced, right? Except Argentina, but maybe sure. Well, we don't know that. Uh, yeah. Do you think our, uh, England that day beats the Argentina that played against Netherlands? I I don't know. I don't I don't have that feeling. I don't no? have that sensation. Because England was very good against just, France. They no, were very fucking good. They were good, but they have a, a problem. They they inside the box they don't know what to do. They don't. They have a similar problem to what the U.S. had. Lloris as well. had had a few good saves. Uh, yeah, but they were they were um, I would say like saves that you, you're expected to make though. You know, I, I mean, not to discredit, but they they don't they didn't have that lethal kill. There was a moment where uh, Harry Kane's one on one with the keeper k- kicks it right at him. Granted, it's a tough shot, but you know, credit to France's defense because they were cutting all the angles down, and and that's where I think they won the game ultimately. Um, I was gonna say, what were your thoughts on Kyle Walker? Do you feel that he makes a difference? On, on the defensive end, because I feel like he did a good job on Mbappe. He, he did, but um, that's also considering that... Oh, that was a nice little take. Um, that's also considering that England pretty much never left him one-on-one. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's difficult because you're only going to ca- get caught one-on-one with Mbappe on a counter. Once a, a defense is set, it's, it's very difficult. Yeah, um, but, but Mbappe was very... Very, uh, he was very aware of the fact of Kyle's pace and, and, and physicality. Because even if you can beat him on pace, like try bumping him off. You know, there's not too many strikers that are that fast that are also going to be able to muscle him off. Yeah. Considering the fact that Kyle Walker's lost a step. You know, so, I have. I, I feel like he's still as fast as he's usually been. His, his accelerate, like I think, acceleration is what we're looking at too. Yeah, because yeah. like to reach that top speed is one thing, but mm-hmm. to to have that top speed is another. You know. Yeah. And, yeah. and Walker, like he's had so many injuries over the years. He's thirty two. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's no knock on him. No, no. Because he's still he's still able to cover the ground, probably just as well, if not better. He's he's I think more aware of where he is positionally. It's just that he's not able to get there as quick as maybe he used to be. Which, I, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, as much as I, that's very rational to think, I, I, I haven't felt that sensation yet, you know. I did feel it with Vincent Company very, very quickly. Oh, well, when he lost a step, it was super evident. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, like Kyle Walker on, on a 1v1, like, I still have firm no, belief you, that you, he, you, he wins I it think, most think, times. Yeah. And there was a couple of times where, uh, where uh, Mbappe probably had a better position. But maybe he over-dribbled, and then Kyle Walker took advantage of that. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Kyle Walker still rolled past the defender. You know, it's, no, yeah. It's, it's, um, n- none of the goals you can really say were, were his fault. I don't think any of the goals were his were anyone's fault. You know, you have the one that comes off of McGuire's shoulder, and then you have the long shot. 
you, know, you can't really blame anyone for any of yeah, that. Yeah, they were just two moments of, of Whereas, class, you know, you know, you know, France has been a little fragile de- defensively. Yeah, which excites me for the next matchup, if I'm, <laughs> if I'm honest. Uh, but, yeah, uh, ultimately France win. Um, you know, those two goals were, were enough to see England off. England, who had two penalties. They were so good, man. They were, they were very good. They gave a good account of themselves. Yeah. And as much as I like them... I guess I guess they go away with the same feeling that the U.S. had against England. And to an extent, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, they, they did play well. And on another day, you know, maybe Harry Kane hits both penalties. And I don't think. Yeah, I don't think uh, we should blame Harry Kane. No, I know, I know, but. Um, I mean, you have well, to, though. You well, have to. Well, yeah. You yeah. have to, because but, yeah. it was his action. But at the same time, also give him credit for hitting the first one, you know, because if you miss both, like, shit, now you're I, a real you dickhead. Know, and, and I'm of the opinion that he should have let someone else take yeah. the second pen. I, um, yeah, there's that thought. It's it's a lot of pressure on Harry Kane. to, to He's overthinking what his options are. He I, knows what he's already I, done. Well, Given how he took the first one, which was no nonsense, just fucking just blast it, right? Don't give the keeper a chance to save it. Yeah. Regardless of uh, if he guesses right, which Loris did, I think. Um, I think he probably, he just mishit it. He hit it just as hard. It just went over the net, ah, which man. counts for everything. And I'm that, not going to excuse it. No, no, of course, of course. It, it was a bad miss, too. Like, I, if you get it saved, it's one yeah, thing. But, but even as he was stepping up, I'm like... He doesn't look confident. That's that's the old head. No, um, <laughs> like why isn't why well, I know Saka was out and Saka. Wow, what a player! Because the game changed when he came off. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, my problem with him is always the the end product. But to get there, he's he's like he's so good at setting up. He's like other. prime Sterling, but I think even better personally. That's I'm. Well, I, he's I've a always lot liked trickier. Um, a little bit more technical, but, but maybe not as quick. But. You know, More technical though. Yeah, uh, you got and and he has a better end product too. And like so. his back arch isn't like and so, so that's pronounced. He doesn't have that posterior. Uh, what's it called? The uh, no, the anterior pelvic tilt or yeah. the anterior pelvic tilt with the with the T Rex arm limp wrist. Christ. Anywho, uh, congrats to France. So they move on. Wow. That sets up uh, France versus Morocco and Argentina versus Croatia. Wow. Wow. Morocco, by the way, it's the first African nation to make it to the semifinals of a World Cup. Yeah, the North Africans. Mm-hmm. A lot of people really, really, you know, hung on to that because they, they embody... Um, Why the, do people like Cinderella? Uh, I don't know. I mean, the glass slipper for and, me. And, like, and let's like, and this is, ooh, this is not taking into account that Cinderella wasn't even an ugly girl. Yeah. Like, that's a, like a very pretty girl. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Maybe not getting all of the adulation that most pretty girls get, but hey, that, so why, why do we get hung up on these quote unquote Cinderella stories? Explain this to me. Well, break this I mean, down. Break down. Break down the uh, the psychology behind this. I mean, it's it's just psychology hour. The the idea of insecurity doesn't exist more in society, like than it does now. It's it's never existed this much, and 
a lot of times, you know, when it is like the one, the, the guy that you le- that you bet on the least, and he makes it to the end. As people ourselves, we're you know, we're not in the one percent of society where we just fucking have all the bread and we can just fuck about. We we identify with the guy or the team that doesn't have a whole lot, but you know they have a lot of heart, and that's something that Morocco has shown me. They they represent the Africans. They also represent the Arab speaking nations. They represent Islam, Allah Akbar, and you know, it's <laughs> it's impressive. It's impressive. Um, while while I can say that. And I was vocal about it a week ago and the week before. I don't like the way they play. But that's it's who they are, and that's how they have to play. But today, I told you, um, since... Well, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a sec. But today, they impressed me, I will say. I love the way they played today. Alex Russo just got sat down. Yeah. Look at this. Oof. Oof. And then busted. Yuck. Yeah, but uh, Sunday, though, I mean, sorry, Sunday, Tuesday, we get the first matchup of semifinals. Argentina squares off with Croatia. Um, wow. Yeah, um, um, how impressive were Croatia for the first 45 minutes, huh? For 40 minutes, whatever it was. Ah, man. Bing, boom, bang. That midfield was running amok. Try getting the ball off of Kovacic. Ah, uh, you know. Try, try, try mugging him off the ball. Not gonna happen. <laughs> Not gonna happen. I um, I honestly thought that you know it was a competitive game, but you know the penalty changed everything. That it did. Um, that it did. The penalty is what set them up, and and wow, I mean, Messi just puts his laces through it. Uh, power. Yeah. You know. Yeah, no, uh, he, he didn't want to leave any doubt behind. Yeah, power and and. Uh, that that was a good start, and then from there, you know, Argentina just grew into the game. No, Croatia lost focus. Ah, oh, that's they, that's a bit harsh. No, they did. They Croatia, you know, like I was saying, the the, the midfield had taken over. Uh, Argentina's midfield was non-existent. Oh well, yeah, I think I think Argentina was happy to let uh, Croatia possess. Which, the which is very, very much against how Argentina operates, like. Ever. Yeah, they never is, they never concede possession. They don't have the same they team. Yeah, they don't have that same team anymore. And, and you I go think, from Riquelme to Leandro Paredes, like fuck. And I think that that and this is credit to Argentina that they identified that they couldn't really compete with the midfield because they were trying. We can't forget. Yeah. But Croatia just happened to run him off the field, and once that penalty happened, it really. It really changed the game in, in, in the fact that that Croatia started rushing their passes. They started they, they started taking too many risks. They they lost the, the the tempo that they were controlling the game with. Was that a penalty for you? Um, I could see why it was called a penalty. Yeah, it was. Like, it was I want to be defense. rational about it. I want to be rational in the fact that yeah, he got to the ball. He got he got he got to the ball. The keeper has. You know he has the right to his space, but in that he makes contact with Alvarez, that that does that that's a bit too much. But Alvarez was never getting to the ball. No. After he touched it, his best bet, yeah, he just his best bet was really to strike it then and there. But yeah, he went for the sombrero. Yeah, he, he went he went for the for the extra touch, and you know, and that and that was to his benefit. But uh, um, 
I don't know. I'm on the fence about it. Like, I don't want to say it wasn't a pen. I also don't want to say that that they're rigging it for Argentina. Like, uh, I don't want to take that stance. A lot of people are. And, and a lot right of people are. Even Portugal was because they were. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't talk about that. Portugal in their game against Morocco was, was complaining uh, that, that the ref, who was a ref of a country still in the World Cup, there, there was eight teams at that point when they decided. Yeah. When they decided who the refs were going to be, there were still eight countries. So it's like, well, how many refs do we got? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and and they, what they normally do, by the way, is that they do refs from different confederations, which is within the rules. I mean, it's a ref that originates from Colmebol, refing a game that takes place with uh, you know a European team and uh, uh, an African team. I, I'm a cynical person, but the optimist in me says, okay, it's a raffle. Uh, it's like it's like a raffle. Where they're like, okay, this guy meets the criteria. Okay, he's going midwall. You you are AFCON and you are UEFA. It's all good. Um, there, I guess there were a few sketchy calls up until maybe the 70th minute. Then they started very much heavily leaning towards Portugal towards the end of the game, I will say. Mm-hmm. So all in all, yeah, maybe, maybe you felt... For the, for the longer part of the game that you weren't getting the calls, but at the end you were getting all the calls, and you got a lot of time. To, to quote the great John O, the Portuguese, man, they're all crybabies. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Wasn't it the Italians? Uh, well, or no, the Spanish. He said, yeah, he said it about a few, but... Uh, well, uh, I mean, you know, he asked me that morning, too. He's like, oh, Argentina, Croatia, uh, what do you think? I'm like, ah, dude, I, I have a 2-0. Like, truthfully, like, I mm. think it's that it's that easy. I'm like, and he's like, wow, the way the, this World Cup's going, that's bold. I'm like, hey, man, was I wrong? <laughs> I mean, you got the best player in the world, by I the way. Think, I think they were getting played off the pitch, and that, and the, again, the penalty changed everything. It's an iffy one. Iffy it's not, it's not a, it's not a for sure thing, and, uh, uh, you know, given my allegiances and everything. Not a penalty. Uh, perdona, perdona. Yeah, yeah, but, um, you know, uh, Julian. Llorar, a llorar el parque Croacia. Ah, perdona, eh, pero <laughs> andaban boludeando. Pero mira. But but again, like, and here's the thing is like, so we, you and I always have this like this battle where oh well the better team is always a possession team, oh, oh, and but they happen to not score and and you know they were trying. Croatia, they had all the possession. They were getting to great positions. How many I, but, shots on but target? I think, though? Yeah, exactly. But I think they didn't even get a shot off until the end of the first half. No, they they got a lot of shots off. They didn't get them on target. Yeah. They got more shots off than Argentina. Well, yeah, I mean, but yeah, they didn't get any shot off on target. But they, were, they were getting into good positions. Argentina played very stoically. They played very defensive. But I, but I can't say that they were controlling the tempo, which was like what happened with them. Oh no, Croatia controlled the tempo. No, for sure. which was like, like remember when U.S. played in Netherlands? Yeah, yeah it's US exactly what happened. It's exactly what but happened. But I, I felt like. Netherlands were controlling the tempo in that game, whereas Argentina, they were just getting by because, uh, man, what a player Badiol is. And he's and he's stealing a lot of headlines, too. No, he's good, but he got cooked by Messi. And Peel, that play. Peeled like play. a tangerine. No, I mean, you're talking about a 20-year-old versus the master. Well, no, of course, but I'm saying this is a guy that's rumored for City, and I'm like, wow, you've had such a great tournament, and everybody's going to remember you for this. Cause, Bro, man, if City gets him... I don't really want him personally. We have the, too. We have too many players. His fucking hut. The, the his 
his touch cutting in, and then the the passes that he identifies. Yeah, like, and we already man. have Laporte. Like I, I, I mean, well, I mean, I he's could, a, he's a left back, so you, he can operate with Laporte. But I know, but I think for our role, it's like a, a center back like Laporte and a sweeper, which is Ruben Diaz. But no, he's great. I would love him, but we don't need him. I think other other clubs need him. And, and I think, and the, another digression, Nathaniel Ake made a very good tournament. case for himself. Yeah, yeah, to to keep on that. Well, he's had a good season too. Last yeah. season, not so great. This year, Thoughts so much on, better. On John Stones. I, I, I don't. I no, no, my opinion on Johnson hasn't changed. He no, he, and I was gonna say I, I actually liked his game against uh, against France. It's no, just at the end no. of the game he looked kind of gassed. Harry Maguire actually played really scary. Good. Harry he, man, he played. He had a good tournament. Yeah, I mean a lot of guys. You know Rashford. It's crazy. It was it was a redemption arc for that's, these guys. And that's the thing is like how how much can we give? How much credit can we give these guys? Maybe some guys we didn't know about like Guardiol, um, like the guys from Morocco. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, um, uh, Luis Chavez. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How much credit can we give these guys? Not much. You know, so? me. Yeah? I mean... They're one-offs. They're playing <laughs> with pride. Look at Damsgaard, you know, in the Euros. Ah, yeah. He's a wonderling. Fuck out of here. Look. It's tough to be hard on them, but it's also tough to be fully convinced. And it's but crazy. These, but they have certain attributes. Players are different and, on but international. The way, the way that I saw Vadil play yesterday, hmm, kind of sold me. Pero se honest. comió tres tiros. Mm, one, he, he, mm, well, he ate se one. Comió tres, no, one, one pen and then one ping pong pong. The ball came off the guy three times for him to score. Dude. I'm talking about the 2-0. Come on, man. Oh, Julian Alvarez? Yeah, No, man. I know, but, but that was a Come run on, on his own. man. Yeah. But that's, yeah. that's the only impressive yeah, part. Yeah, but it was like a fucking pinball match there, man. I know. Like, I don't know how much I'm going to, like, how much shit I'm going to give the defense on that. No, no, it's, it's but it's a good run, though. Uh, and then the second goal, too, was uh, that he scored with, well, Messi created. Whoa, whoa, I mean, that, that was a master class. And I was shitting on Messi, and he goes and does, like, this was my face when I saw that play. I saw him cutting in. And then cooking the fuck out of Vardiol, or Vardiol, I don't know how you want to pronounce it. I'm just like, he cuts in, he makes a fake to the right, the dude eats it all up. I'm like, when does Messi go to the right? Uh, As I'm thinking that, he cuts in left, uh, gets into the box, and... and, Squares a pass. And and Alvarez is completely wide open, so maybe you you can blame the defenders sleeping on that. Yeah, it was just Puts a, a, a great play. What a fucking dribble. And by the way, what look. A fucking, no, he eats the guy up. One of the best defenders of the tournament eats him up. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and That's the master, though. Yeah. Messi and doing work. Seven shots on target, man. I There was a few other instances where they could have scored, so credit to Croatia's keeper again. He kept them in this match, even though they, they lost by three. So, yeah, man. Um, Argentina books. Well, some of them, like, like when we say on target, too, some of them just kind of trickle in and he catches it. Uh, yeah, but let's let's be aware of that. And some of them are are some almost of them are, goals, you know. So I mean, there was one in particular. I, I can't really like. I can there, there was maybe a header. Like one or two. Oh yeah, there was the header. Yeah, that was a, a very clear one. That was a good one. Uh, and then like another one, but you know. Oh no! I mean, I'm just saying they were by by far the better team, and and I just don't I don't want any doubt. Ah, uh, they were. It was a game of halves, and Argentina won the second half. Well, they scored all their goals damn near in the I first. I know, and, and <laughs> Croatia couldn't but, I mean, those were unlucky. Those were unlucky. But Croatia I, couldn't I, piss a fucking leg. Yeah. You know, if, if we're talking about, like, 
like goals with Mary. The the messy dribble, I gotta give it credit, man. Yeah, the the penalty questionable. It, Julian it hurts, Alvarez. It hurts just, my balls. He just slip tripped into it. Almost literally. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then the second match was France versus Morocco. Yes, well, look. Sir. Oh no! Before we move on, you you were talking about the the messy interview. I don't want to. I don't want to move past that. Oh yeah, like yeah. Where the where um, the uh, the woman's like, even if you don't win, yeah, you, know, you mean a whole lot to a lot of people, and uh, you know, you just got to know that. I'm I'm paraphrasing very much, but maybe you have a little more. Yeah. That you want to. No, yeah. Basically, what you said. Yeah, it's like I just wanted to let you know that no matter the results. There's something that no one can take from you, and it's the fact that you resonated with so many Argentinians this year, every single one, in a year of hardship for our economy. There's no kid who doesn't have your shirt, no matter if it's fake, real, or a made-up one. Truly, you made your mark on everyone's life, and it is beyond winning the World Cup. No one takes that from you. This is our gratitude for such amount of happiness you bring to our people. It sounded like she was gonna get ready to propose to the lad. <laughs> no, Fucking I think hell. I, when I read that, I'm like, you know, this is this is basically the way I see things when a team either makes it to a final or when a great player happens to not win a match because the team is made up of however many people. If it's basketball, it's five. If it's football, it's eleven. Yada yada yada. The only ones that you, you're really on your own is like. Boxing or tennis or you know yeah. MMA, yeah baseball. Um, if you're a pitcher, and, and even yeah baseball to an extent. Um, but anyway, I, I think that that kind of encapsulates everything. You made it here, like so. Even if you lose, that doesn't mean you're shit. Which a lot of people are going to have that. Oh, he lost the final. Yeah, no, I think it'll be, uh, it'll be a second final or. However many finals he's made, because he's made a bunch with Argentina. Yeah. And he's only won one with uh, with Copa America. Uh, and obviously he lost the last one in 14. To make it there, mm-hmm. I think, deserves a ton of respect. He carried Argentina no, he that was, tournament. Yeah. He, I kind of want to say he's carried them now. He has. He has. It's undoubtable. So, so anyone that has anything against Messi in that instance, even if they lose... Again, it's not going to remove the fact that he's going to be the greatest. There are people going to see him as the greatest. No, yeah, I, I already. I, I can't deny never, that. You yeah, know? yeah. But this would really seal the deal. It would. It would just be the cherry on top for his career, but it wouldn't really change who he has been for football. No, of course not. No, I'm saying, but it will. It will change the the perception and the minds of a lot of people. There's a lot of people that are literally hinged on that. Which is sad because football shouldn't be reduced to. Well, sports are, are very much. It's it's ring ring. Can, can you culture. imagine like a player? Yeah. Let's say a player gets fifty goals every season. That's yeah. never going to happen. But let's say a player gets fifty goals, ten seasons in a row. Like everyone's going to view him as the fucking. Like uh, I mean, other than Ronaldo or Messi or Pelé or whatever, like the best ever, right? Because you can't do that. No one does that. But let's say he never wins any titles. It, is that on him? Because you can score all the goals you want, but you still have to have the, your midfielders and your defense, right? Yeah, yeah. I guess that also kind of points to how Harry Kane is being perceived. Because when he missed the penalty, it was... Bloody oh. hell, Harry Kane. Oh. 
It's that Spurs. It's that Spurs DNA. Har har har. It's it's such a cheap joke. Yeah, Arsenal I'm not fans. A, I'm not a Spurs fan. Fucking. But hell. I'm not gonna fucking shit on the Spurs organization because I don't really. I don't, I don't necessarily believe that a club's DNA ha- is inherently allergic to trophies. The Knicks. I mean, we were just talking. Well, about they're not a good franchise. They haven't been run well in fifty years. Let's get her out of the way. No one wants to go. <laughs> I don't know, but um, now nah, Harry Kane has has been bodily at times. You know, um, he isn't the most reliable guy. He he talks a big game. He's a bit of a flat track bully, but he's their most talented striker. And I wouldn't have it any other way. That that's the guy that needs to take the penalties. He made the first one, you know, excellently. You know, great. You know, great execution. I thought he was going to do it again. Uh, maybe not the same side. Uh, I was thinking you either go down the middle or go opposite. But it's so easy for us to think that because, you know, when you're out there, you're the penalty taker. A guy, big guy like yours, he looks like he covers the whole fucking goal. And, and you're saying, fuck, do I go the same way? Is he expecting what I'm expecting? And, you know, you know that better than me. Was, was it the uh, Croatia game where one of their players missed? And it all came down to what Marquinhos did. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think so. And um, I've been in that situation where I missed a pen, but my team still won. Oh, you feel a lot better after. No, I felt like shit. Whoa, but do you won? Yeah, and I remember I was just sitting there, like, kind of, like, just... Kind of, like, dazed off. I was mulling, just... I was pissed off, and then, like, one of the coaches came to me, and he's like, relax, man, we still got it, and... I'm like you know those self-critical people. No, of but course, anyway. of course. No, I mean. But anyway, like no one's if, ever going to really get over it. But it, like, it feels it, worse it when you lose because of it. Though. It helps. Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. <laughs> That's like, that. I'm, I'm sure Marquinhos wasn't having it that day. You know, you couldn't convince him to leave his room. Fuck. I, I felt I bad for Neymar. Honestly, he played a hell of a game. He left it all out. No, there. he he had a hell of a tournament for the games that he was available for. Yeah, he was my favorite player to watch him. Um, obviously, Messi's been on another planet. I think Mbappe's been impressive I think, um, in spurts, you know. Um, yeah. Amrabat has been my favorite midfielder to watch. That, that guy's so, so impressive. Um, uh, you know, Chuameni's been class, too. You go through the defenders. I, I thought, uh, you know, ultimately, Vardiol, yeah, for sure, one of the center ma- center backs of the tournament. There's been a few good keepers. Bono's been good. Bono's the, been the Croatia good. keep. I don't know his name. Croatia keeper's been good. Um, Jan Summers was good. Uh, I guess. I guess that's it. Yeah, a lot of ta- talented yeah, players. Yeah, we'll 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 name our our team of the of the tournament next week. Yeah, but yeah, uh, the next game up was uh, Morocco versus France and. Uh, Morocco took a very uh it took a very uh different approach. Yeah, we're forced to, yeah. You think so? I don't think that was their game plan. Then, well they got scored on early. That's that's what really changed the game. And But they, but they proved that a lot of teams when they go down 
they're like uncomfortable attacking and Morocco didn't seem uncomfortable they they were very flashy they were dribbling well they were creating spaces but they couldn't get the final the final action and, That's true, and but I don't know if you noticed I mean, France was playing com- like compact France has good defenders no they France do. has good they midfielders do. Every, I mean Konate you have, you uh, have Griezmann Kunde. running back yeah, they got they you got have, good defenders. Uh, you have uh, Mbappe's version of tracking back. I'm not gonna let him slip. Mbappe, Mbappe tracks back, man, and uh, that's it. Like, he, yeah, he's just like I did the bare minimum. Yeah. Well, he covers space, and I think I think that's that's important. And I, I know, I, a lot of strikers, a lot of wingers do that. And that's kind of it. They leave the rest up to their to their uh, their fullbacks and then their their center backs. That's why I, I really you have to respect enjoy players like Luis Diaz, you know, or or you, even you have to respect the, the the space that they cover. Oh yeah, for sure. He's a big guy too. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, France continued to impress. Hernandez has been playing the fucking tournament in his life. Yeah, he's he's very good. Um, you know that that goal was very painful. Nice yeah, it, it came very from patient. a broken a broken play, but I mean, just great improvisation to get there. Yeah, he was very patient with it too. A lot of people were like, they would like try to spike it with their head or or try to meet it like as it's going up. No, he he took his time, measured it, and yeah. um, I mean, it was kind of fortunate that it went in because it barely it barely missed the defender's foot. But no, it's still yeah, credit for for doing nice, nice goal. Doing I think effort. it was pretty nice. Yeah, it was nice. It just came from like in uh, you know a a, a chance know, created you know what, on, that uh, wasn't on purpose. You know what though? A lot of uh, what France has created this tournament is from spaces that that Griezmann finds himself running in between, and and yeah, it does take a a good player to find find him on the pass. But fuck, man, he finds himself in these like creeping through, like between the midfield and and then the defensive lines because. Morocco, if nothing, is very organized defensively, and he was just finding himself creeping into the, these little gaps that the defense would, uh, the defense and the midfield would sleep on. So they were creating these like, through passes, and he would re- he would meet them. And on that play, he just so happened to. Uh, but yeah, it was like it came off of like three different players, and they were defending, and it just bounced up and uh, fell down this met it. I think it was like in the fifth or sixth minute, right? Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, it was very early, and that set the tone for the whole game. Uh, France, for for moments, looked like they were beatable, you know. Uh, it looked like the equalizer was just moments away, and then, you know, they took away their second. Loris had a few good saves, and then a few uh, a few defenders kind of picked off the last you know, last pass. Or yeah, yeah. But for much maybe. of the time, Morocco was the protagonist. They, they were, were attacking. Um, yeah, and and it was very uh, courageous and and it was very fun to watch. But you know, uh, chapeau to to France and the way they played, because they knew once they got their first goal, that's how you fucking uh, take care of a lead, and execute by hitting them on the counter, set pieces, you know, and and just defend your your result. They did it so well, and uh, man, the finals matchup is gonna be. Uh, I I feel like one of the one of the best ones uh, I've seen in a while. Like you know, this could be a matchup of the century. France versus Argentina. I think so. Uh, you know, South American team, European team. The defending champs. The defending champs. How many times do you see that? 
It's not. It's not. It's well, not I mean, it's it, it hasn't happened since 1958 and 1962. Yeah, where Brazil with Pele. Yeah, we we've been very uh, very privy to <laughs> so far. So yeah, you have um, you have the the greatest of all time going up against the defending champions and one of so it's it's basically touted as Messi versus Mbappe Eminem yeah I don't I don't like it <laughs> I, hate, I hate that I hate that I, I hate, hate when that. it's reduced I hate when that. it's reduced because you know remember when Madrid and Barcelona Ronaldo versus Messi yeah and by the way I, yeah I don't I wouldn't I, and he's been good he's, Mbappe's been good but for me he hasn't been their best player I think Griezmann has been their best player I think uh, it's really, uh, you know, a, a tie between him, Chuameni, and Jules Kunde. Those have been my three favorite. Mbappe's been, sure, he, he's got the goals. Respect. Uh, against England, he didn't really put a stamp on the game. And that's, when, that's what I'm really judging him off of. More of the recency, more of the bigger games. But the revelation to me on this France team has been Griezmann. If, if, he, if, the, if France gets a result against Argentina, they hold the cup up. I believe Griezmann should be player of the tournament. Uh, I think he's been that important, and you you alluded to it. His job in the midfield or picking the ball up in the midfield is something that we haven't seen from him on any club level team, and and especially on a team like Argi- uh, like Argentina, like Atletico. Ah oh, man, um, I've been very enthused. He's doing, with him. Yeah, he's doing everything. He's just so good, and I, I didn't he's know he had this making, level. He's defending. To him. He's covering a lot of ground. Uh, he's creative. He's clever. He's, he looks he, confident. He, he can too. still finish too. Yeah, so it's yeah. not like you can forget about him in, in marking and, and set pieces or anything. But he's the one taking them. Um, yeah, and no, I think he's been. Yeah, probably one of the best players of the tournament. Yeah, and and as much as Messi probably has been the best for Argentina, I think we can't we can't forget. I think he, like he, he's done the things in spots, but in games. Yeah, uh, I don't know. The last two, three games that I've seen Argentina, no, I, like yeah, I mean yeah, he has that dribble, he has and, assists, goals. He, yeah, know, but, but he like again, he finds himself in the spots. Wow. But, like, <laughs> but you have to pay attention to him, just like you have to do Mbappe. Like you can't leave Mbappe alone. You can't leave Messi alone. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. that alone, that alone on its on on its own, like you have to you have to plan for that. You have to. You have to focus on that. If you don't do anything else but keep this guy from doing what he needs to, then you had a great game. That's how impactful these guys are, can be. Yeah, no, I know. But I, I feel like Messi has had, has had the more transcendent World Cup out of the We've two. had three penalties, man. You could take away the penalties. I mean, the playmaking. Nope. Mbappe's not doing that. Yes, he is. Um, totally no, is. No, yeah. no, oh, no. He no. totally is. He you, cannot, didn't, you didn't see that goal that he... That, that. No, no, I'm talking about the playmaking. He's never picking a pass the way that, that Messi did to Noel against Netherlands. The goal, the second goal from France today doesn't happen with that Mbappe. No, but it's not the same level. Like, the the the, the last he goal... He, oh, he doesn't dribble past three players and that doesn't happen? No, what, no. What? He, he If he can do a play like he, like he, Messi did against uh, Vardiol, then I'll be like, yeah, Mbappe's different. Instead, I mean, it's basically the same. He dribbles no. past three guys. It's it's totally different though. Like it's it's so different because Be, oh, just because he fed the ball. No, well, it's is. I mean, the type of ball control Messi has 
Mbappe could only dream of. And that's the truth. Now, if you're talking about... Messi is doing body feints. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's body feints and ball control. Like, uh, if you're seeing how, how close he keeps the ball I, to I his feet... I don't think you actually saw Mbappe's goal. Or the, the second goal. Dude, but it's it's all in transition. That's not impressive no, to me. It, it was it's, in... No, it wasn't it's, in it's, transition. It's either transition or give and go. He's, it's either transition he's, or give and go. He, he can never dribble his way He three dudes in the box. And he didn't do anything. It came off a deflection and I don't know who finishes it. But so that's not playmaking. No, that, that for me, that for me is fortune. The ball somehow Four. ended up at the other player's no, no. foot. Playing past three players is not playmaking. No, no, that's not playmaking. That's that's individual spark. Taking I'm saying three players off of a playmaking for of, me is is playmaking in assists, creating a play with your foot, reaching the ball and hitting it to the next opponent purposefully. And then uh, Mbappe oh, didn't dri- do that. Dribbling, dribbling past players Mbappe and, was was and trying to score. I'm not going to glorify him for being poor at finishing. It just happened well, it wasn't to be a poor finish. No, it was because he did. He got it blocked. It took a deflection. So pa- passing three players is not playmaking. Is no. that is that what I'm understanding? Yeah, yeah. That's that's an individual battle. You, you can you can pass three players and lose the ball. That doesn't mean anything. For me, uh, a playmaking Look, a playmaking equals assists. Look, man. Um, Messi is probably the greatest player of all time. Totally. Yeah. Okay. But that's not going to diminish what other players are doing and what other players can do okay, and yeah, what they yeah. do do. No, do, no. Do. Yeah, if you think Mbappe is the same level of playmaker as Messi, then we just can't oh, agree, well, and, well, and we'll have to keep moving. Okay, yeah. and, and that's why, and that's why I'm I'm saying this. Yeah. Because I, I, I obviously I don't think that, but to diminish what these guys are doing, what this kid does, man, like that, I that's. No, Mbappe. That, that's what that's he's, nuts. What he's doing, Gakpo has done this tournament. Like, I'm not impressed by that. It's like, yeah, it's it's like there's a whole lot of wingers that are doing and, that. And, and, and Gakpo had a good tournament too. No, I'm, I know. I'm just saying that's and that's good performances. What what Messi's doing is otherworldly. So when they when they they put Argentina's face as Messi, it makes sense. When you put Mbappe's face as France. I don't quite agree. There's other players on the team that, in my opinion, mm. are playing as good I, I, or better. I can't say that Mbappe has been their best, but he's one of the best, and he's had one of the and best performances this this tournament. And that's what I'm getting. Um, at. Messi is the best. No, no, no. Messi's the face of Argentina, no matter what. Even if even if he has done jack shit, he's it's still going to be advertised. <laughs> and as that's Messi. that. That's the thing. And, like, and I feel like that's what he doesn't do anything for fucking ninety minutes. No, except, no, except no. show up for two minutes. He uh, that's how he's leading the 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 whole tournament in goals and assists. Like uh, and you don't just do you don't just do penalties. anything for for yeah that's fine. He hit them. England got three almost three penalty calls in one game. Nobody's scrutinizing Harry Kane for having all those attempts because he's bugs. I, I, know, I think he's I not think even a lot relevant. You know, so I mean yeah, that's he's not the, in the final. Um, well, well, he's not there but, statistically yeah, yeah, either. But but when you mention those stats, like and, and and you always bring this up, the penalties. Yeah. That's so fine. It's, it's three penalties. No, okay, yeah. Take the away, last take goal, away the, the last penalties. Goal that he created for uh, for um, for Alvarez, beautiful, impeccable. Oh yeah. Like I don't think anyone's able to take that away. Not even the biggest attractor. I'm sure there's someone out there trying to. But that goal was beautiful. It was, it was an amazing dribble. Yeah, I'm that's not just even one, of, one that. of many. Like, yeah, one I'm of many. I'm not going to concede it. But not one of many this tournament. No, my my That's point is you, you can take away the three penalties. That doesn't take away all the assists he has. I mean, he's he's literally like as far as attacking goes, 
he's created all of Argentina's major chances. Every, the attack has literally gone through him. Well, I mean, he better if he's fucking walking the pitch the whole time. Well, well, that's the thing. You, I don't think you you bring Messi on to be a presser the same way you're not going to expect Mbappe to pressure like other wingers do. Yeah, he covers, he tracks back. He's young. He should. Messi's in the later years, you know, and still outdoing him numbers wise. But besides that, I have to say, for me, like. Messi is clearly the best player on Argentina, where Mbappe is is one of the best. I don't believe he's I been mean, the Mbappe best. Mbappe has a decent number of assists too. Uh, you know, but not where Messi. And, not and the like, same level I, as Messi. I'm here sounding like a fucking Mbappe stan. I'm not. I'm, I'm never going to be a stan of anybody. But, no, but it just it just but, points but to the antithesis you have to Messi. Like you're always no, going to well, take any side against him. I mean, you've been openly no. rooting for Argentina to lose. Yeah, of course. So because yeah, because, so, because you don't have to explain it. We know why you're having that take. You know, we. we oh yeah, we the, the fat, yeah. The standhood of, of <laughs> Messi is just like the, it's the worst. Um, yeah, I'm not going to justify it, but to say that Mbappe is not a playmaker is. It's wrong. He's not. No, it's I'm saying he's wrong. not the same level of playmaker and as I Messi. And I never claimed that he was. No, I know, and I'm just saying that's why you take you take the goal scoring into account. That's one thing, and then you add the playmaking level of Messi. Like Mbappe is, it's just not at the same level, as far as this World Cup goes. And maybe well, well ever, man. Come on, let's be honest. No, I mean, but like, he's know, never going to reach that level. But today, like at club level, you can argue that Mbappe maybe is a better playmaker because he's gonna. He's gonna get to the positions now, look, as far as in transition. Look, players but, that get into like those high, those high uh, 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 positions in the field, of course they're gonna generate attack by default. Yeah. Now Messi, because of how he plays, of who he is, of his ability, yeah, he's gonna, he's always gonna generate more assists, more, more dangerous chances, of course. And and like that's not to discount the the attention that he gets to uh, to take off of the the teammates that he has. Yeah, I mean, that I think, team doesn't exist without Messi. Of course, and I think De Bruyne has the same kind of like impact on Belgium, as far as like just kind of creating assists. Because like the one thing I will say about Messi is <clears throat> sometimes he is wasteful because he does like he tries to get he's those, trigger happy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's trigger happy, so he's gonna be like, I need to get this, I need to get this off, and if, he's, if, fails. if he's within like a yard from the box, oh, that boy's shooting. Yeah, and and that's why he has so many goals for his career, but. Like say the pass he got to Nawel against against uh, Netherlands, that was the finest of margins. Like that very much yeah, could have barely been, slipped through the legs of uh, I think Ake. That's what I'm saying. It could have been deflected, but it didn't. But the fact that he even had the gall to try that, he the does risk. it. Yeah, of and, course. And it, it's one of the assists of the of the tournament. Like the players easily. that 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 generate, you know, a lot of chances, a lot of assists. You're gonna see that that they're also gonna be in the higher percentage of possession lost or or. Or um, or passes not not uh, not completed because they're trying those high like Bruno De Bruyne, uh, Messi, all, you know all those guys. I'm sure there's a ton of names that we can come up with. Yeah, they're trying more of the high risk passes than everybody. I think I've said this before about De Bruyne. Yeah, no, that's that's what I'm trying to make as an example. Like yeah. that's just a different level of playmaker though. Like, that's your yeah, sole course. purpose to yeah. create it's that. It's a numbers game. Whereas it's a like, Mbappe, I think, is a good playmaker, but it's a situation. Yeah, he's not, yeah, he's, he's not, not going like, to create the play not gonna, himself. He's not going to be those, like, oh, you, I have one guy around me, bing, throw a pass over, take three players out of the game, and just get this guy an easy finish. Yeah. He's not that kind of guy. He, he's, he's like, if we're going to think of players in that sort of uh, 
ability. It's like Rafael Leao, Vinicius. Yeah, yeah. Um, those kind of cats. Son, you know, I think like that kind of. Yeah, move. son to a lower degree. Yeah, <sighs> oh, he's probably got better finishing than all those guys, but you know, he's just not at their level, unfortunately. Yeah. No knock on him. <clears throat> he's done the best he can with his tools. Yeah, but I guess, you know, the question stands, so that's the matchup. Uh, um, yeah, that's the matchup, man. I have um, I have my mind made up. I know, me. I know. Um, so you got France winning, right? No, I mean, I, I don't, but I think it's going to be a very a very good battle. Um, it's, really a, it's, it's really a coin flip, you know, but I'm going to take a Argentina 2-1. Um, I think it's, it's just going to be... A game where we're going to see Argentina possibly sit back the way they did um, against Croatia to an extent. Yeah, yeah. Make it difficult for them to score and then try to get them on the counter. We saw how valuable Julian Alvarez is on on a straight line. Uh, You know, you put the ball in front for him. He's going to hawk it down. He's a great presser off the ball. I like I like the matchup. I think I could definitely see a world where where France wins too. But I I think yeah, it's not cut and dry on on either side just because we know how dangerous Argentina can be. Yeah, the and, both teams are dangerous. That's good, what I get to. How yeah. good uh, France is? It's like like. But I mean, you have to be French to think that France is winning for sure, and Argentina to think that Argentina is winning for sure. Um, it, it's like like a 55-45 49 split at this point right mm-hmm. um, I think that France has the better team they are the better team um, but there are certain points where each team is like quite a bit better than the other like you got the right back for for Argentina matching up against Mbappe and you have whoever has the task to go against uh, Messi in France who's yeah. fucking very undermanned well that's why I believe Argentina is going to play very very pragmatic yeah yeah and they, they they weren't afraid to in their last matchup so I, I could see it happening and it, it could go to extra time but but also France has more talent than Croatia yeah but you know Mar- and we know that that France France with a, struggles with, with a defensive team can score not really though they haven't proven that to me um, Morocco. Well, Morocco had to attack most of the game. They they happened right. to score like on early. early. On. It was an early chance, you know. We never really got a, a good feel of what it would have been like if it was nil nil to like the forty fifth or something. Wait, uh, they scored relatively early against England, which was kind of like a, you know, like one of those goals that you can't really yeah defend. Yeah. For. And they got scored on, you know, again, you know, right after that, albeit yeah. a penalty. But I'm I'm just saying that I. I don't know. I, I I could see it going either way. I don't, I don't think France have have had any problems scoring this this tournament. I don't yeah. know how many goals they've scored, but they've scored quite a few. To be fair, Argentina haven't either. But um, you know, it's just more of a case of finishing the chances. How clinical can they've you built be? up into it? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. The, after the Saudi Arabia game, they haven't really put a foot bad. You know, the Australia game was kind of shaky, but since then, what they did to, to Netherlands was. You know, obviously it came to fine margins, but I believe that they were the better team. Um, but I, I think goal scoring is 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 one thing that I'm not worried about. It's more the defensive end. Uh, you know, for it is, teams, it is France. Think. It is France. You for know, both teams, it's the defensive end. It's just France for me is a team that if you invite them to play with you, they're gonna punish you. 
on the counter with space. Yeah, they can they can counter and they can they can attack just as well. Um, I think in a stagnant setup they struggle more. Um, I mean, well they but but also and what Croatia was very oh, man they were tragic, and maybe it's not because of the players but the service for the set pieces for oh, Croatia yeah. was awful. Whereas France, they have a few players that can deliver and that can attack. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Um, and Croatia, like, for whatever reason, they're, they're, they're set piece taken. And it was Modric, of all people, that was... Fuck. He wasn't, he wasn't giving... Modric. Yeah, he wasn't giving, like, all that great of service for his set pieces. Yeah. And I think Fran- France can thrive in uh, counterattacking, they can generate attack, and they can beat you on set pieces. They've done all that. Yeah, no. Certainly. Um, but I'm taking France. I know you're taking Argentina. Let's not let's yeah. not be coy about it. Yeah. Uh, I'm not comfortable with any with any scoreline. And this is the big dog. This is the World Cup, man. Yeah. This is where tears will be shed. <sighs> man. Yeah. I'm just gonna say France. <laughs> Fair. Just to play, just, like for my own sake. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But that doesn't remove from the greatness of anybody, and that isn't. I guess it, it. I guess it can't subtract, but it can only add to Messi's greatness. It's an accolade for sure, but it, it's an accolade that he earned. It is. He was just any. It, I like. But it's also like yeah. it's an accolade that he gets on his own merit. Like he wasn't carried here. He wasn't I, a passenger. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was. He made it happen. Um, if anybody on that team deserves that title, he made it happen. There's been some very good contributors uh, for me. Amy Martinez. Yeah, I know. He's very much done his job, yeah. Lissandro's been good. Otamendi's been good. Uh, yeah, oh, he's been, he's he's been, been surprising. Been, yeah. and, and then Julian Alvarez as an attacking partner has been amazing for me. And I'm biased because I'm a City fan, but this guy, I, he hasn't really put a foot wrong. Um, so I won't rain on that parade today. Ah. It's it's a very young career, so we'll have to see. I, I felt the same way about Ferran, and you know, shit happened. So, but I think this cat is more is, is more lethal. But and I think he's shown it. it I'll, I'll say that much. I think he's shown it. More his than finishing Ferran. is is really impressive. Yeah, but we also have to account for the midfield battle. Uh, haven't I, I know we already kind of finished talking about the game. You say France, I say Argentina. Yeah. My biggest worry is the midfield battle. Yeah, and uh, uh, that's. Uh, I I can't I can't believe I didn't say that. But yeah. I think oh, it's cool. I mean, you you don't really fancy the midfield, anyways. Oh yeah, I think you're uh, more of a just goals and. Well, they got <laughs> type of deal. Para. Well, you're hey. a Ronaldo fan, right? I uh, like Ronaldo. <laughs> but do you like him? Like him? Ah, uh, 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 like like, uh, <laughs> like Gucci, like Gucci man say, bitch, I might be. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, but uh, uh, that midfield battle, like you got too many. Camavinga yeah, can come on. He hasn't yeah. played a whole lot. I know, um, surprisingly. He, he's a he's a Gio Reyna of France. Ah, uh, but you know it's tough. You got Griezmann. You got Rabio playing ahead of Rabio has been playing out of his skin. So maybe and we didn't he's even not mention bad. Dembele. Usmane. Dembele can change the game at any point in time. And let's not forget half chance, Mister Giroud. Hey, he's getting on. Is, is Benzema going to be available? I think That's he's. I, I think he's being taken more as just like you know. They've been putting on Marcus Turam. He's had his goal. Yeah, fine, fair. But and I, I don't even know the the name of the guy that scored today. I'm gonna be honest. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he finished up for for Mbappe's little play. Um, but 
you know, all those guys pale. And and I don't and even if he's healthy, I don't think Benzema should start ahead of ahead of Giroud. Na 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 Yeah, um I don't think Benzema should start. But is he available to play? He's been uh given permission by Real Madrid to attend the roster, be part of it. I don't think he'll play. I would say it would be dumb for him to play. Just, just or for give him an honorary five minutes if things are going well. Or if things yeah, are going and if, if Argentina's down, like, at that moment when he's coming on, it would do a lot of justice to me to just see, like, Otamendi, like, full two-legged lunge. I mean, just, like, <laughs> wipe, wipe him clean. Yeah. Oh, no, no. And he's just like, ah, ah. Otamendi gets sent off. France is already up 4-0. Come on, think about it. Yeah, you'll like that. And, well, no, that's totally within the character of Argentinian players. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're yeah, not... Yeah, Otamendi was kind of an asshole that game uh, against Netherlands. That too. game? And Croatia, Bro, too. Bro, his life. Whoa. He has a family. That's how he is, man. That's how they are. That's how they are. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, it's a mob yeah. mentality, but... At any rate, I think we um, we're in for a yeah, a good game, it's a yeah, good game, man. Yeah. I think I mean t- we uh, that's the team you predicted. That's the team I predicted. They square off. I guess like we're both kind of right in a way, but it's just a matter of who um, can do it. Do you believe that the team that deserves to win is going to win? Well, th- well, I mean, we know football, and that's not necessarily the way it goes. Yeah. But in the end. That's the way it is. Yeah. Like, you deserve to win off of the goals you score. Uh, but, you know, life isn't fair. Sports aren't fair. fair. Football isn't fair. And uh, sometimes the team that plays better, however you qualify, people think playing better is scoring goals. That's fine. That's a very simplistic view. It's very black and white. I don't pertain... I don't, I don't partake in that idea, but... Ultimately, that's what it comes down that's to. That's what it comes down to. But it's um, not, yeah, it's not the indicator. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, I would love to think be black and white like that all the time. Again, that's not how it goes. So, um, I would hope that the better team wins. Um, so, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it goes, man. Um, I'm excited. And we won't have one of these for another three and a half years. So enjoy it. And we'll we'll come up with our best. Just watch next, it. Yeah, yeah. Drink it in. Week. Yeah, we'll have our, our you know, World Cup tournament eleven. And man, I already I could almost pretty much make it now, but it's better if we just hold Yeah, off yeah. And I don't think much is gonna happen on Sunday that's gonna change our opinions. But you know, for the sake of uh you know, having everything wrapped up and nice and neat and actually not having it ready <laughs> yeah yeah and uh, we'll have it ready for the Christmas episode it's kind of perfect yeah I was um, just listening to the France the chant that the Argentine fans have for, uh, for the French about you know them being Angolan or Nigerian and well that's rich coming from a bunch of Germans Italians and, and Scots yeah oh and and some indigenous you gonna tell me Acuna, Acuna and McAllister are the same race? <laughs> hmm. 
It's like Marcelo Flores and, you know, Gallardo. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry, that is how you pronounce it, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, For certain people. It's like Gallardo, way. You tell me, Huevos. Uh, you're going to tell me uh, uh, Leandro Paredes and uh, fucking Molina are the same fucking group? For real? No. You think, no, you're not. You think Efrain Alvarez and Rafa Marquez belong in the same... In the same room? No, no. By the way, today I saw a video of, um, it was a thread of the, like, sexiest passes. And there was one, it was Ronaldinho, uh, like, just serving just a, like, one of these low-driving balls that's just, just hovering yeah. into the into the box. is like, from the, the three-quarters of the field on the edge into the box. The guy misses it. But the ball that he receives, it's from Rafa Marquez coming... I want to say like a good 60 yards out just pinpoint on Ronaldinho's feet gotta say that yeah, I, thought, no, I thought that pass was a sexy one yeah he's good he's good he's a solid player anyway um anything else that we gotta discuss oh um I guess transfer news is there a little bit of transfer news barely um, I know Andrik uh from Brazil from Palmeiras yeah um 16 year old finally signs with Real Madrid Sweet 16. He he had a a tweet posted up, very complimentary of Messi, that he had to take down. Because, yeah, because Madrid fans are... No, nah, that's not good. Yeah, Madrid fans are very black and white. Like, if you're Madrid, you have to hate Messi. Um, which, yeah, you know, that's correct. It's going to be that that's, way. That's correct. No, yeah. yeah. No, nah, um, kind of fucked up that you're attacking a 16-year-old. But, yeah, he's uh, he's officially with Real Madrid. He's not going to join us until uh, summer of twenty four. Still uh, have his little has a little uh, growing up to do, which is fine. Nah, know? he's young. He's young. I mean, it's an but, on, it's but a apparently privilege. he's a huge talent. Yeah, I I will honestly say that I haven't seen any clips of him or not many. Yeah, I'm sure I've seen something, but well, he'll always be a Barca fan living in Madrid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all good. Yeah, he'll as long as you play good in the in the all white. You're, you're good by my book. Yeah, but uh, speaking of uh, young transfers, um, there's a lot of movement for some of the younger players around. Um, obviously, there's been rumors of uh, Christian Pulisic possibly joining Newcastle. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, I saw that one. You know, um, there's also rumors of Tyler Adams possibly joining Man United. No uh, bad, no bad. Weston McKinney as well. He can learn. He can learn a lot from Casemiro. He, yeah, or McTominay even. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean they 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 all have their own little chiste, you know, as they say in in Spanish. But um, aside from that, who else? I, I've heard a few more. Well, Enzo, Enzo Fernandez from oh, uh, Argentina is getting a ton of attention. Right. Yeah, that Magic is true. Queen. He's good. He's good. He's good. Uh, he's getting attention from Real Madrid, from Liverpool, from God knows who. From everybody, you know. He's he's a gamer. He's a hot commodity. Yeah, yeah. By the way, uh, Thiago Almeida, first MLS player to ever make it to a World Cup final. Did you know? How many minutes? Uh, no, 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 no. Go on, tell me. How many minutes? Uh... No, Pro- probably go on. go on. Next to none. But I mean, you know, he was there. It's a cute story. Where, where are you, Liga Mekis, since you're so big, bad, and good? Actually, uh, 
Uh, from France. Um, nah, ah, yeah. nah, nah, nah. I'm, I'm just teasing, but no, I just I found it funny that people were bringing that up. I was like, like how relevant is that? You know, like oh, uh, oh good, good job, MLS. Yes. No, you must you must have a bunch of those, right? You must have a bunch of those players. Well, we did have a lot in the World Cup, I will say, but not a lot went far. Right, but like, like, like when when those kind of stats are posed, it it gives the implication that MLS is generating that. Generators! Yeah, well... Yeah, no, that's all the major transfer rumors I can think of at the moment. Uh, Where do you think Jude Bellingham is going to end up? Hey, in the, Jude. In the all-too-early... Uh, Just come uh, forecast. Man City. Nah, nah, I don't think he will. We have, we have too many good guys on our team. I mean... Gundogan can go. If you if you let Gundogan go and and plug in Bellingham, yeah, no, I, bing, I boom, bang. I think Bellingham's going to Madrid personally. Really? Well, that's been a rumor as well. Well, I know, but he's like very heavily linked to Liverpool too. Well, I, if if Liverpool get Enzo Fernandez, I don't think they'll go for. They can't like they're rumored for both Fernandez and Bellingham. You can't get both. I I just don't see it working. Um, because they still got Hendo, you know, who by the way had a decent tournament, uh, in the World Cup. But uh, it's also like you still got Thiago. I but mean, it's also having Cross and Modric, you know. Yeah, but I mean De Bruyne, Yaya Torre. I mean De Bruyne Silva. It's it's a commodity, you know. But but are Liverpool really built like that though? I mean, we're talking we're about to, to spend about like two hundred and fifty million across two players. Oh, man, um, to. Well, well, seeing how much they spend for Darwin Nunez, that's probably how much they'll get. Maybe uh, Enzo less so than Bellingham, but less proven. Yeah. You think one is 100, one is another 150, well, or 120? Got, they got Curtis Jackson, too, so, I mean, they're good. They're good now. Or Curtis Jones. Um, Curtis Jones, yeah. Curtis, Curtis Jackson, man, that's a... That's a... Yeah. That's a half that's dollar. That's a New York legend, man. Yeah, yeah. Curtis half Jackson. dollar. Um, but, man, uh, who else... I, I'm struggling. Uh, yeah, me too. Love wrapped up, but uh, yeah, man. Uh, anything else? Anything else, man? World uh, Cup related? I know I had a million ideas, but you know. Yeah. You know how that goes. I I can't. I don't write my jokes. Me neither. I I need to put them on an Excel sheet, kind of flesh them out a bit, you know, and uh, you Review know, them I'm with just the a team big, and all I, that. Yeah. Uh, you know, any input you can get. Like, you know, Vinicius, he was scoring. <laughs> Damn, he'd be talking about Madrid. I'm like, ah. Oh, like, hey, that but makes that's me, It makes me ashamed, man. That's your boy, G. Hey, man. Nice. You got to ask for the hug. If you uh, don't ask for true. the hug. Then why even bug? Like, exactly. <laughs> I'm bugging for the hug. I yeah. bug for the hug. Anyways, episode one, one, seven. Seven. Two guys, two mics, two pints. Until next week, and we'll have a new world champion for the next three and a half years. Vamos, Argentina, carajo, que estamos con vos, Messi, todo por vos, eh. Kiri Cocho. <laughs>